This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Justin Stormstrider of Melboro, Draco Kirova of Cactar, Mira Leah of Ferry. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Robbie Landers here, and boy do I have a deal for you. Introducing Scurro's RL Friendship Package. This exclusive, one-time-only radio order has all the items you need to become the best of friends with whoever you want. The centerpiece of the Scurro RL Friendship Package is the Mark 9 Friends for Life Buddy Chair. You'll put the bond back into bondage with seven adjustable fail-proof locks, a hard, rich wooden oak frame, and silky smooth velvet upholstery. Also included in the Scurro RL Friendship Package is five different varieties of our best-selling straps, including the heart's mouth strap, for when a smile better suits a hero. Finally, capture all your soon-to-be RL friends with our signature fragrance, Aroma de Chloroform. We're even throwing in a soft cotton rag for easy application. Available at a market board near you for five easy payments of $59.99. The Skrull RL Friendship Package, your best-kept secret. Live from Aorzia. Limit. Break. With your hosts, a hero. Now behold the horror you have wrought. Kahlo. I said don't take your clothes off. Juxtaposition. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode number 90. Oh my god! Nine. Oh my god, 99. 99. 99. We're, so close. We're about to exceed any Final Fantasy Online level cap. Yes. Ooh. That's, yeah. That's right. That's, no, this has to be it. We have to stop here, guys. We have to be 99 slash 49. No, we're all, our sub job is already higher than 50. <laughs> Final encounter cast? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so welcome to the show, guys. We are one away from episode number one hundred. We haven't even talked about what we're gonna do. Can we talk about what oh, we're gonna shit. do? We're gonna do something. Yeah. I thought you said we weren't gonna do something. I don't know. Are we or aren't we? I guess you gotta tune in next week to find out. Which is at our new time here on uh, Twitch.tv/LimitBreakRadio, starting at four p.m. Make sure that your clocks have been adjusted, your calendars have been adjusted, that you know that we're starting here at 4, no longer at 1. That's okay. If you tune in at 1, you'll just catch an episode of Final Encounter Cast. Not the worst thing that could happen, you know, and we invite you to stick around for Final Encounter Cast. That's cool. But if you tune in here at 4, that's when we start Limit Break Radio, which all of you wonderful, smart people know... Uh, all, let's see, how many, uh, how many we're catching? 162 of you. 166. 
It's going up. Keeps climbing. <laughs> Keeps climbing. Uh, thank you to about the 170 of you that are joining us right here off the rip here 200. for Limit Break Radio. <laughs> That's right. We're going to blink and it'll be at 200. It's 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 all good. How about we just say it's 200? Why don't we just say it's 1,000? I mean. Yeah. Who's going to argue? Alternative facts. There we go. There you go. We have, we have 20,000 viewers at launch today. That's great. Truth means nothing anymore, people. Period. We're just going to lie. That's just what we're going to do. I like this new strategy. We don't even have to come up with good content. We just lie. That's right. We're gonna, we're just gonna make shit up all show. <laughs> Samurai's been confirmed as a job for Stormblood. Oh come on, nobody believes that. <laughs> you mean it's nobody? The truth, Shut up. Nobody believes Shut that. Up. But it's the truth. Shut up. <laughs> we'll find out really at the fan fest. I can't believe that she's actually still trying to hashtag alternative. Still facts. trying okay. to push this. Okay, so what's okay? So in two weeks, when the EU fan fest happens, she gets so and triggered by this. And Samurai is announced. Y'all are going to eat your words, and I'm going to laugh. <laughs> no, I okay. You've been here for a while. You, you know exactly what's going to happen. They're going to go. Of course, it was Samurai. Come on, Nico. We weren't being serious, and move on. Uh huh. Uh huh. Anyway, it's sad because it's true. Anyway, so uh, if you'd like to join us, you can join us live here in Eorzea. Uh, that's uh, on the Sargentana server, the Goblet Fifth Ward plot number thirty. Hang out in the studio, flash the camera, show everyone your butt. I don't really care. <laughs> Interestingly, you don't even have to be on Sargatanis. Whatever server you're on, just go to the Goblet, Fifth Ward, Plot 30. And, and show ha- your butt. And hang out in their basement. Uh, I'm sure whoever occupies that house space on other servers will. It's us. We bought them on every That's server. That's right. Yeah. We're, we're thinkers, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, anyway, make sure. Oh. Okay, thank you, Robbie Bobby. Wow, there, there's no message on no that. Message, just, no, no. no message. He's just like, do your thing. Yeah. Which I gotta say, I'm I'm glad that this has been updated now because the 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 stupid bit sound has gone away. That ding ding ding. It was just a, a oh, nothing nonsense. You know sound. We'll replace it. We'll definitely. We, right now, we've got the normal donation sound, which yeah. Is, uh, I mean, we couldn't use sloppy, sloppy. for the bit. Don't swear to God. <laughs> Don't. I think that's why he donated. He was hoping to hear that. I swear. I bet he was. Astalia. I bet he was. But I, I bet people are wondering where Juxta is today. And we decided to give him the week off because he couldn't be responsible with the sloppy drop. So he is sitting out in the other room sulking. You might say his use of the drop was sloppy. <laughs> Stop Don't. it. <laughs> that, that was pretty I'll good. Ta- I'll take it away. I swear to God, I'll take it I away. I have to say, though, him not being in here it feels a lot more roomy it does there's huh. elbow room yeah that's true. there's a lot roomier in here wonder wonder why that is well, be, well i mean i like to think of the studio as inventory slots from the old diablo right okay, okay. right you all know where i'm going with this can you please roar into a tissue and send it to me please uh. or at least make it a pay goal on patreon which patreon. can be found at <laughs> At okay, well, well, it's hyperlinks. Oh, really, hyperlinks. He tried to plug us and it didn't read the URL. <laughs> Magic voice, you bitch! Magic voice, you utter cunt! Magic voice, why, why are you so sloppy? Ah! <laughs> that was see these. I don't here. care. No, just he knows how ruined to use it. the drop though. Just Nika. ruined it. Failed. And Scully at least understands how to use the drop. Nika, stop! Okay. God damn it! Before I was so rudely interrupted. 
Callie and I would obviously be like a single inventory slot. Yeah, uh, I think so. Sorry, Anira, you'd probably be two. That's probably fair. Uh, Juxta, though, would easily be four. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's right. Oh, so yeah. he's like the, those tower shields in, uh, right. in Diablo. <laughs> there is like those, those armor pieces that, that take up the head, the hands, the legs, and the body. I think we're talking about two different games here. Yeah, yeah. Nika, you're But I'm talking it. about the game this podcast is about. Oh. You know, uh, that game? The analogy that Kahlo made is funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Makes but a little more sense. We're not a podcast about that. Nika's obviously that item that you're like, I'm not, I must have accidentally picked this up, so now that I need the room, I'm just going to drop <laughs> it. So, uh, by the way, we are supported by your support, patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. I want to thank everyone who has given over there. We are currently sitting above $2,000, which means that all of our current on-air endeavors are funded. So we want to thank you so, so much. You guys keep us going. You guys keep us afloat. And uh, you guys keep this machine well-oiled. But the thing is, is that Kahlo has been working on a specific project project now we're into month number three yep yep uh, well technically we're on month four we've sent out three of them so, okay yep uh you had your escalia card went out if you were a november patreon Woo! for 20 or more uh you had your yeah. flawed juxta card <laughs> go out for december and then uh nika's january card just went out so the uh the fourth card in the set is in development right now and so if you are a 20 dollar or more patreon in the, in the month of February. So you've got mm-hmm. until the end of the month to go and give $20 yep. over at patreon.com slash limit break radio. You'll be locked in to getting the next card in the series. Which you- is going to be awesome. And, you know, I actually feel bad for people that miss the Nika one because I have one planned for set two. They're going to be like uh, oh. a partner piece. Oh, yeah. Connected. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not like if you put them together, they're going to form like a bigger picture, but it's like right. it's like a story. Gotcha. Yeah. A sequel card. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So, there you go. It's a sequel card. Okay. So, yeah. Right. Uh, but I would like to report that so far it has been an immense success. I think for the first card, we had 35 go out. Second yeah. card, 39 went out. And this most recent card, 45 went out. That's great. And there's been a lot of new people added every time. That's so. fantastic. Woo! So, again, patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio, $20 a month to get in on that program. The postcards from Aorzia. You'll get a specialized message on that as well. New job confirmed. Sloppy Samurai. Sloppy Samurai. I like the alliteration. Good job. And his name is so sloppy. Get the fuck out. Thank you for your $5. <laughs> that's that Skuro. That's that Juxta. That's gotta be true. Thanks for the $5. Get the fuck out. Oh my god, it might be Juxta. <laughs> <laughs> he's too busy. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's salt. He's he's salt. He's gonna he thinks he's gonna get back at us by uh by by hitting the donation and making Sloppy go off, not knowing that I've already fixed mm-hmm. the 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 donations but sloppy there you go that's for you Jack stuff it's not no. like you just push it every time we get a donation and I'm gonna no. do that again if he does that I swear to god I'm gonna throttle you <laughs> I was gonna say oh, you're gonna be the one that's gonna be sitting out next week Ah, uh, great then we can re- bring our fan fiction to life <laughs> He's what? like, he got snuffed in the most recent fan fiction. He's a little butthurt about it. So like, he's yeah. still butthurt over that. He's so butthurt <laughs> over that. I just don't think I don't think there's any way for Escalia to hide his boner if I started throttling him. I think that's that was that was the that was the admission there, right? Is that what you were getting at? No, did I make you look dumb? You're gonna, I did. You're gonna make Juxta jealous. <laughs> 
I just like that Juxta's idea for how to get back to us is to donate money to the show. Except you realize that he's probably just going to like go back since he's the accountant. He's, he's the just going to give the money back to exactly. himself. Exactly. He's like, it's a, oh, yeah, there's a the zero sum game. That's yeah, right. Not good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, pay, again, patreon.com slash limit break radio is uh, how you uh, keep, keep this show going. Although sometimes I'm not sure why you would. <laughs> <laughs> but patreon.com slash limit break radio. If you're a fan of the show, please, uh, you know, support the show. And uh, and yeah, you 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 help fund and support and and provide the ability mm-hmm. to do new things like Checkpoint Radio. Yep. Uh, that's starting to see production and we're super excited about that. But oh, something else I wanted to mention, too. Uh, last I checked, we're up to one hundred and twenty one subs on the channel here. No more sloppy then feels bad man. <laughs> All right, someone donated for no more sloppy, so I won't. His name is Sad Sloppy. Yeah, I, I thank won't, you. I won't drop it on this one for the five dollars. Um, but uh, I think our the highest we've ever been in subs is one hundred and twenty-five. So we are so close to to finally nice. topping where we where we had nice now, around this time last year. I and think. and remember, guys, if we get up to two hundred subs, we get actually a new tier of emotes. Oh Ooh, man! Yeah. And that's emotes. again, that's not like we're not holding that back from you guys. Just like, oh, well, let's see how long it takes them to get to two hundred subs. Yeah. That's like Twitch's thing. Yeah. So you know, it, it Twitch will give us the ability to add two more emotes. Now the cool thing is, is that once you add those two emotes, like once you have those, it's like a permanent achievement. You, your channel always. Oh, has. even if you lose your sub. That's right. Yeah, because we've dipped below 100 before and we we haven't lost anything. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, so if you tuned into Final Encountercast last week, uh, you heard me tell a story uh, about going to the doctor because I I had been experiencing some voice problems, which... Of course, you know, being like doing what I do, I'm going to notice if my voice isn't performing where I think it should be. And it definitely started to bother me. Like I could tell after I would get done with these two shows and all throughout the week that just like midday, I'd start to lose my voice, which is really concerning as, as someone who is. A broadcaster who has to talk for a living. Uh, so I went to the doctor and uh, the doctor took a look at my throat and uh, he told me, and I swear to God, these, these are his, his exact words. Thanks for stepping on the punchline. But these are these are his exact words. He looked at my mouth, at, at my throat. and He goes, oh, you got a, got a little bit of thrush there. That could be. Uh, an indication of uh, either acid reflux or HIV. AIDS! And I, sa- and I said, whoa there, WebMD, you want to dial that in a little bit? And uh, so he took some blood and, uh, and said he would get back to me in a couple of days. I heard from him this week. And so I wanted to share with you guys... Uh, the. Drum roll. The, the little bit of news that I the the, the the troubling news that I got from him. So the first thing is is that look, I I, I want to tell you if throat injury fan FIC reality confirmed. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. No no no. But roll roll those back. <laughs> roll roll that back. I think he's making a you suck. Yeah no joke. no no. I know exactly what he was okay. doing. I know exactly what he was doing. But uh, all right. So uh, the thing is, if uh, if if I fooled around with you, like if we made out or fooled around at FanFest, uh, you may 
You might want to go see your doctor. I'm I'm just I, I gotta so I'm gonna put this. There go were so the many like there were so many of you, and I didn't get all of your names. And I don't want to I don't want to say individually who I remember. So, but if we I'm just saying if we happen if you happen to fool around with the amazing and talented amazing Nero, you know get get go go get checked out by a doctor. I think we're on an episode of Black Mirror, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hey, go get checked out by a doctor? Go get checked out by a doctor, yeah. Uh, cause, oh, good. Cause, cause, <laughs> why? Why? Were you one of them? Yeah. Did you make out with a Nero? It was a mistake. <laughs> Clearly. They were both so drunk. Clearly. Uh, so I got the results back, and uh, I, have, I, have, I have mono. <laughs> the kissing disease? I have mono. <laughs> You oh. wouldn't get it from other things other than just kissing. Who would kiss you? I'm sorry. Fair I didn't realize people. you were 16 again. Uh, yeah, apparently you can, I no, am. You can get mono from coughing on somebody else. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kissing. It's true. It's true. But I'm yeah, just saying. That's exactly what I told my parents too, Nika. I'm just. <laughs> but the doctor, the doctor told me that I had contracted it about three months ago, which means that I probably was active during Fan Fest. So if we happen to make out, just you know, and you've been feeling a little bit tired, maybe your spleen hurts a little bit. Go get checked out by a doctor. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you could do. All you it just makes you fucking tired all the time. And and don't get punched in the spleen because it will explode. That too. Um and you know, but the other thing, one of the one of the symptoms of uh of mono is having a raging asshole. No, that's just a symptom of That's terminal being me. Yeah. Uh one of the symptoms is sore throat. And so uh, I I have serious concerns about my ability week over week because it's 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 a virus that takes about like six months sometimes to work out of your system, and I've definitely been struggling with these sore throats, and so I definitely I have I I do have some concerns, especially because we're launching Checkpoint mm-hmm. and everything. Um, I don't know what that's gonna what exactly that's gonna mean for me, but I do have to now prioritize how. I'm choosing to use my voice and that's kind of tough. Like that kind of sucks. But the good thing is, is that while, yeah, while it does suck that it's for like ostensibly another six months or could be as long as six months until my voice is back at a hundred percent, um, that it is not permanent. You know what I mean? That, that there is, there is a light at the end of the tunnel might take a while to get there, but that, you know, it's, it is only temporary. Could I make a suggestion? What? Until you get over this whole mono thing, uh, maybe avoid rim jobs. Well, but then you have to stop. Just stop the rim jobs. What? But now you have gonorrhea. No, I don't. I have mono. I think daddy is still mad. That kid has been getting the better of him. <laughs> daddy has been getting hashtag sloppy. I wonder if daddy needs to go. forgive kid and stop his hashtag sloppy grudge. <laughs> Against the hashtag sloppy drop and hashtag sloppy donation sound hashtag bring back sloppy juxta. Wow, <laughs> Juxta's actually really upset because when we all found we obviously knew before the show here that that it was mono and uh, Scully had mentioned that when he had mono he lost forty pounds. I did, and so Juxta was really upset that Nero wouldn't make out with him so he could lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was the worst. I was one hundred and twenty eight pounds and six foot three at the end of having mono. Oh, wow, I was. 
literally a twig. I, I, I will say that, I mean, like, it wasn't even the fatigue that brought me into the doctors. Like, it was the sore throat. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, the fatigue working, like, is 12 normal. 12 hour days all week long. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I, I, I like, so, uh, and also, uh, just a small aside, I did talk about this a little bit on Final Encounter, but my, my hours have been cut a little bit at work. So, uh, between the two things, um, you know, first of all, I'm actually going to get a chance to be able to rest. That's good. But the second thing is, is I'll have a little bit more time to stream and, and devote to the shows and stuff like that. But obviously, if my throat's not feeling at peak performance and uh you know stuff if uh, there might there might be weeks i might sit out a show and you know that just get dj and nero instead of raging asshole and nero that you know i just you know i'm telling you guys that it's not because it's uh, not you it's it's yeah (laughs) it's not it's not because i don't want to do the show or that i'm backing off of doing the show it's that i definitely got to give it a rest so um i just thought i'd let you guys know uh, so there we go. Uh, let's check out what's going on in FF14 News. This is a limit breaking news update. God, you can even hear it. You can hear it now. It's already it's already shot. Um, all right, it's uh, Valentine's Day. I won't even Valentine's Day. It. <laughs> no. it's, yeah, Valentine. It's always not Valentine. Valentine, it has been this since FF11. It should not be that hard to say. I just feel like they should just say Valentine's Day. If you want to see, what it is. if you want to see some sweet, sweet, sweet Ellison upper thigh, damn near snatch drawings. <laughs> holy crap! You, you, ain't, can, you ain't kidding. You can head on over to the Lodestone because that's the thing that that got my attention. I'm coming! I'm coming! Seriously, holy shit! That is. We're gonna need a second. Yep, we're all about actually. To get her mono. calves are disproportionate to the size of her thighs. It doesn't matter. Who cares? That's you, <laughs> no one looks really weird. No one's looking there, Nika. <laughs> no one is looking it there. It looks really weird. Yeah, it does look really yeah. weird. Only because she's flashing her vag at you. You know who else looks really weird when you play up at fifteen and Gladiolus's biceps are the size of his head, Nika. You're not complaining <laughs> no, about that, though, are you? Yeah, about? exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Point proven. Now that you mention it, though, like from the knee down. It looks like the Wicked Witch of the West once she's been crushed under the house. Yes, yeah, it looks like she has little dangly like yeah, rubber like doll legs, but then her thighs out. are like a nice thigh size, but her calves are like. I, I, I mean, she forgot leg day. Here's what it is. No, I'd she, still hit it. She came from FF11, where the Elvon are bootylicious. That's what this is. Uh, okay, so this event is running between Thursday, February 2nd and Wednesday, February 15th. If you want to do it, do it. There's shit that you can get from it. I it don't, takes like five minutes. I don't care at all. You can get an emote and a minion. Yeah, you can dote on people. Go to hell. It's great. Is, is that like a is that like a blow kiss? It, it, yeah, kiss yeah it's, it's yeah. Th- that's that's the new blow job. <sighs> so make sure that you show up to the show every week and blow your kisses at a Nero. Thanks, Balmung. <laughs> Praise the butt god. Uh, new optional items have been added to the cash shop. Last year's Valationes Day. You can go buy them if you want. The standard. That is pretty standard. Uh, so let's see. We've also got Trials of Bahamut, a real escape game. Oh my god, I'm doing this. I'm that totally is, it. uh, it's actually. It. Now, when I first heard about this, I was like, okay, where in Japan is this? Well, I, when I first saw it, I only saw it say Japan. Yes, but no. But no. 
We can no. go to Chicago. This one is actually coming to the to the U.S. Yeah, multiple locations, multiple not just like locations, LA. like I, all over. I've heard Chicago. We one of them. I'm so glad Chicago, Chicago is to one of them, yes. and I'm already making plans with people in my static to go to New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, Phoenix, Houston, Orlando, Chicago, and New York. Bellmung gave Aniero mono through ERPing. <laughs> Give me mono through ERPing. Gross. Thank you. You know, that's probably not too far from the truth. Uh, okay. Anyway, so those are the cities that it's going to be coming to. Um, yeah, I would not be opposed to making a road trip over to Chicago to do this. This Heck, seems pretty yeah. sweet. Seems I'm really excited. I've always wanted to do escape room stuff. Yeah, so. and the fact that it's FF14 themed, like, I feel like uh, the, uh, we can take the uh, Kevo cam. Savo Kevo had bought us a uh, had bought us a GoPro. So do we want to just maybe, do this as a group? Do we want to maybe think about doing like an LBR meetup? Yeah, road tripping over ooh, there. The Chicago. Uh, yeah, I'd like, be up for it. Like the way you think, yeah. man. I like the way you think. Hmm. So uh, I if wonder you, if we'll be allowed to cosplay at it. I don't see why not. So then we can be dressed up as Final Fantasy fourteen characters escaping the room. That'd be cool. Or just any character. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to. What are they going to say? Like, you can't be dressed up in here. I'm going to show up as Snake. We we don't, we don't. (laughs) I'm going to ruin it. I'm going to ruin it for everyone. Just take take the guns and just blow through the the wall. Hashtag bring back the sloppy dietion. (laughs) Thank you, uh, Maternix01. Thank you. That's two boobs today now. Two boobs. How much was that for? That was for eighty dollars for a sloppy to come back. Go with Elliot. Ah, no, no. Oh, God. Hey, oh. someone donates eighty bucks, they get it. H a h a h a and Nero's radio hopes and dreams are going to be sunk by hooking up with a slobat. <laughs> Fan fest. No offense, Kelly. Hashtag bring back Juxta. <laughs> Rude. Ah, oh, brutal. I. I kind of want to change our donation sound to the Titus laugh. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> no. That's not happening. I'm going no. Anyway, if you're curious uh, to learn more about the Real Escape game, realescapegame.com slash FFXIV to learn more. I'm definitely super hype about it. These that. things are, are gaining a lot of popularity. There's actually one that Chris Evans did uh, recently, a smaller one to promote a bigger one that they're going to be doing around the country, like Avengers there was, style. Actually, if anyone watches The Middle, there was just an episode of The Middle where they go to an escape room and it was pretty funny. I think that would be something like, even if it wasn't FF14 themed, I think our cast in an escape room would be hilarious. Perfect. Yeah. Like, now, I do know, though, that I you might need to find out about the camera thing because a lot of escape rooms don't like you to bring in cameras yeah. and devices because then you could, like, tell oh. people... Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I, if we if we set up like a private event, maybe like if we had that many people come do it, or maybe like because it's a limited engagement, and that's the second to last date. If yeah. we wait yeah. until after it's over, plus if we tell them we're Aetherite Radio, I'm sure they'd let us do it. Yeah, yeah, you're, <laughs> you know, you got a good point there. Uh, anyway, all right. So uh, there was a video that was passed around that uh, Zam had put out where uh, it's got Yoshida actually making an official statement on parsers. Really? Saying that they're officially not allowed to endorse them, but encourages players to be responsible and stay discreet when using them, um, which is nothing new. That's This is like the most non-news story I've ever heard because this is exactly what he has been saying for a long time. Ha, 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 ha. Ha ha sloppy ha 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 sloppy and hashtag bring back juxta. God damn it. That's even this, worse than the tightest laugh. This, this uh-huh. has to be juxta. 
We had so sloppy. We had stop sloppy. We have just sloppy. Wait, just no, to stop sloppy. it. Sad sloppy. Sad sloppy. Whatever. Sloppy. The only thing we haven't had is sloppy Joe. Uh, oh, that's a good one. God damn it. Anyway, uh, so yeah, non-news story. Yoshida basically says I mean, what we're all thinking. I, I sort of think the subtext of this is don't expect an API anytime soon. Oh my god, that was supposed to be a thing! Oh yeah. Ugh. Wow, that's one I had just given up on a while, a while I, back. I think I think I have I have likewise given up on that. Yeah, I gave up on that ages ago. Oh I, yeah. Remember when we did our episode about like the biggest things that like the biggest promises that were never kept? I think I pretty much gave up on all of those promises on that episode. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Summoners got their eggy glamours. It's true. That I mean, one eventually come true. Yeah, well kind of. Half true. Sort of. A quarter true. Not even. Not even really. I don't know. It's kind of sad. It's uh, a little sad. Anyway, so that's what's going on in FF14 news. If you want to check out the conversation, there's a thread on Reddit about it. Um, I think that we, uh, again, we've already covered this. We've already covered Yoshida's official statements. Just be smart. Just be smart when using yeah, it. Yeah, just don't be dumb. Yeah. Like, how I mean, hard come is on. It? That's how, asking like, a lot of our community. I know, but like, how hard is it? Like, okay, if you go into a run... And it's not people you know. Maybe don't post the parse numbers. That's all you have to know. Outside of that, you're probably safe. Yeah, I think even talking about it in the game is fine as long as it's only to people who yeah. you know within your group because no one. I mean, if yeah, if it's your raid static, I don't think anyone's going to care if you're posting parse numbers. That means that'd be discreet. Numbers. Like they people in raid be. static probably want to know. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that hard of a thing to like handle responsibly, does it? Man, you'd think. Maybe you'd it is. Think. I don't know. Uh, by the way, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We'd love to hear from you. Especially if you got mono from an Eero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're suddenly feeling a little tired out there, if we, you're tired, we encourage you to call yeah, in. Yeah. You can yell at me if you want. I may remember Recount you. your tales with a Nero at FanFest. I, I may remember you. I might not. I can't, I can't make them. any promises. We're going to have five guys call in immediately. <laughs> Scurro every time. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, let's go to our phone lines and talk to Lucian Dantas from Diablos. Uh, what's up, Lucian? Hello. Hey, what's up? How's it going? I found some... Well, not too bad. I don't have mono, so there's that. But did you make out with a Nero at FanFest? I shook his hand. Oh, that's probably just as bad. Who knows I mean, where his hand's been? Was it slimy? Yeah. Was it sloppy? <laughs> Stop it. Just a little bit, maybe. You know you, you, know you encourage me, right? I will come over there and no, beat you. You know the next one's for you. I will actually beat you. I, w- I, w- I will. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna just come over and start wailing on me. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. Yep. Man, you're just getting violent. You uh, threatened Juxta with that too. Lucian, uh, what do you want to talk about today? Well, I was going through the Rising Sand side characters off to the side, and I read one of the dialogues that popped up, and was like, "Well, that's interesting." And I just wanted to know what you guys had to say about it. What was what was the dialogue? Homemade. What, go ahead. No, what was the dialogue? It says, Sacrificing oneself for one's duty. Such accent, actions remind me of the warriors of Doma, of the samurai and shinobi who died for our cause. Well, I know what Mika's going to say. Mika's <laughs> going to go, well, clearly that confirms samurai. I don't, uh, duh. See, I feel like it's the opposite, right? Because the, the Domans the have been wiped out. 
right? They said the the shit. They didn't sh- say the, all. Mika, I am talking. Out. Will you please let wrong. me? <laughs> wow. Obvious bias. Rude. Right? Not, not all Delmans are wiped out. Clearly not all Samurai are wiped out. They're still there, and they're going to come help us in Alamigo because they can. Okay, this see how bullshit. I didn't interrupt you even though it was my turn to talk? Now I hope that you afford me the same courtesy, all right? But you have to she, give some kind of like relevant just opinion. Can you mute her for me for a second, please? I mean, I could. But I need you Mika, to Mika, do, I need, do I need to mute you? <laughs> no, if, if he does, if he gives a, re- a relevant hey, real he's opinion, gonna give, I will not. No, no, no. He's going to give whatever opinion that he's going to give. They're just stupid ninjas. <laughs> okay, so that no. sums up my. Five. That sums up so exactly my feeling that on that it. The shinobi, the shinobi, and the samurai have all given their lives, right? We got the shinobi yeah. class because obviously some of them were still alive. It makes sense that if samurai was going to be in it, we would have got samurai at the <laughs> same time. We didn't. They're all dead. Mic drop. I, I, but we already know that they said that ninja was just too taxing on the resources to put in. So obviously they couldn't have done two jobs. So there's no way that we, we, if we get ninja, it also confirms that samurais are still out there. No so samurai, they're all dead. No, see, I think I think the cataclysm in Doma, if we were going to be introduced to a samurai character, we would have already been introduced to him. We no. would all we would have already known him. Oh, yeah, we know all of the domains. And I don't think like unless they send us all of the domains. Sure, we do. There's not that many of them. I would like to order one sloppy, please. Right, but they're all homemade. He, he tends sloppy to have slap. the same outfit that the Dolmans wear, the adult Dolmans wear. I don't know. I look, I just I think met a I th- couple Dolmans. The rest of them are like on ref on ships and, and doing refugee stuff. No, they're all dead. No, it was that. It was like the no, the you one. You came with like a fleet of ships full of refugees. And don't you think if one of them was important enough to have a samurai job, we would have met them already? Seriously. Nah. Yeah. We would have known them as a character. They're all like low tier NPCs. We would have known them like we knew Yagiri long out before Mm -hmm. we got the ninja class. But it would have been weird if they had introduced a samurai at that time and then samurai wasn't a job in Heaven's Award. I think I just I I look. Well, I think, it wouldn't make sense to make it for heaven's right if it's a domain job because Ishgard would have nothing to do with samurai. Well, look, I I think that clearly there is precedence for samurai existing in Final Fantasy fourteen. There is. I just think that they were all wiped out in that explosion. All dead. Yep, they're but all. But you gone. know, like almost all of the monks are wiped out. But as long as there's one, as long as there's, I one. don't think there is one. <laughs> I think Except that they're for the all fact gone. That somehow the Garlean leader is clearly a samurai. I, I think Gisela sums it up perfectly. We have seen a samurai in the game. We saw Iroha. That's true. <laughs> Very true. She's coming back to teach us how to be a Except samurai. Except she we'll used a pole arm. Samurai used pole arms. That was in a 11. pole arm. Yeah. So samurais used pole arms. She had. She had samurai. So she is a samurai. She had samurai armor, and that's it. That was a halberd. But if you've done the story, she is a samurai. But she's not going to teach us how to samurai. No. Maybe I, you she left something why? behind when she was here and somebody else no, will teach us. No, Nika. Yes. They all samu died. So just keep but on samu crying, okay? Also, samurais are also a warrior class who follow the lord. What if Xenos um, constri- conscripted them to be his warriors? So they're mostly following Venos, but there's a few that are in re- in the resistance. Look, I see what you're doing. That trying makes to, perfect <coughs> sense Trying to, to give Nika hope, <laughs> but the only reason that Look at Zenos, how quickly she latched onto that right? shit like a life vest. Right? Nika, your theories for samurai, I just... 
I feel so bad for him now because they just don't seem to hold much water. Nika, this is why Xenos has a great katana. Because when we eventually defeat him, it's going to make way for us to fight him as the primal Yojimbo. Not because we're going to get a <laughs> samurai class. I'm that, sorry. That's a that's know, solid you, theory. You know, that's actually, you know, I, 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 yeah. that's a solid Yojimbo? theory. We might actually get to fight him as Yojimbo, but that doesn't mean that there's no samurai. I fucking love that idea, dude. I, I, I like that idea, too. Why did I not think have of that? Have we seen because Yojimbo since 10? No, yeah, no, I don't think we have. Absent Very forever. important question she just asked. Why didn't Nika think of that? Because Nika, you aren't capable of thinking of your own coherent thoughts. You can That's only not true you can all. only latch on to thinly veiled attempts at other people's ideas of speculation. That's also not true. Shots fired. Hey, <laughs> you, you douchebag. Damn. That's cold. That's some cold shit. It's not untrue. Thank you so much for the call, Lucian. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, share your headcanon about Samurai, we'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord if you want to call in. We invite you to call in. And uh, we've got, look, we've got plenty of opportunities to take your calls, but we're going to go into one of our all-time favorite segments. It's one of our most requested segments, to be honest with you. Fanfics? No. I didn't agree. Oh. That's our most requested I segment. Mean. Fanfics really are our most requested. Doom and Refugee joined the resistance to get revenge, so no Damn. samurai but Ronin. No, I mean, Ronin is essentially a samurai. If they if they put in samurai and call it Ronin, I won't complain. I'm not like Kala who gets hung up over rogue or thief or ninja. Except like, I don't either. Yeah, no, he says... He did, you did. He says he doesn't, and I think that it will bother you. I think if, if, you, if we got Ronin, that it would end up bothering you. I think no. that would just be weird. No, I think it would. I think it would. Nika, if you can find it an episode would. where I got hung up on that, and you can have any amount of people help you, if you actually find a soundbite where I complain about that, I'll get on the samurai bandwagon. Okay, oh chat. Get going. Girls, your job. Because it never <laughs> fucking happened. Oh, you know but, what? But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I remember at some point, though, that he... I, know, I just feel like that if they release something, even if it was identical to Ninja or totally not, if it was called Thief, even if it was a tank, it was called Thief, you'd switch. Not if it didn't play like a thief. It, yeah, it would have to be a thief, right? Yeah, it has to actually play like A thief like that one. tanked like Ninja tanked in 11. I didn't like Ninja tanking, though. Ninja tanking was so divisive in 11. Mm -hmm. It was hard. It really was. It really was. Anyway, uh, today on the show, we're having a special edition of one of our most requested segments. One of our f a, a fan favorite among oh, everyone. Yeah. A, a favorite in the room. It's Super Bowl Sunday. The FFFL's back. No. Oh. Oh, that I don't think I don't know that to bring that back. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how uh, how much of a favorite we can call that one. <laughs> I'm doing what I can. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, we've got a special edition of Limit Breaking Music because joining us today we've got Benjamin Anthony James. You've heard his music featured on Limit Breaking Music almost. Every single time we do limit breaking music and uh, Benjamin was uh, was kind enough to give us a couple of minutes uh, a few weeks ago. So here's our interview with Benjamin Anthony James.
You're listening to Limit Break Radio and a special edition of Limit Breaking Music. Joining us, we have someone who we've featured their music several times on this segment. Uh, today, we have with us Benjamin Anthony James. What's going on, Benjamin? How you doing? You're right. Uh, very well. Thanks for joining us here today. And uh, we're super excited because I think out of any of the FF14 cover artists or remixers we probably featured your tracks the most here on limit break radio so we're super excited that you're able to give us a couple of a uh, couple of minutes today yeah no worries thanks for featuring me so much that means uh, a lot to me like well we're we're big fans we're all really big fans of your music we really like what you do so uh tell us a little bit first about uh your background with music some of your influences Mainly like game soundtracks a lot of the time. Um, not just Final Fantasy stuff though. It's um, silly stuff like Sonic the Hedgehog music. I mean, like I know it's like kind of retro stuff, but I think the soundtracks are quite detailed, even though it's old school retro, like you know, chip tune stuff. Since like I don't know FF Seven when I was younger, that was a big influence on like you know what chord structures I'd use to even write my own music and stuff like that. It's 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 interesting that you mention that because uh, what I've noticed is that there have been a lot of documentaries that have talked about game music and the process of making game music and the influences that go into that seem to vary widely from what you hear represented in pop music in pop music you have a lot of pop music that influences other pop music but with game music they were pulling influences from jazz and from rock and roll and from funk and bringing them all together in this really unique environment that you wouldn't even really think would be well suited for that so i do think that you know people who have a connection to gaming music end up having a a wider appreciation for more genres of music yeah i agree with you in that sense i think it leaves like a if you're a game soundtrack writer you get more space to do whatever you want if you're an artist you sometimes have to fit into that theme all the time sure because people are like oh every song sounds different that's not right if, if it's a game soundtrack you can go anywhere with it for instance for ff14 there's a bit of everything there's soft songs loud songs crazy songs you know so what has been so far your favorite ff14 song to cover oh i knew you were gonna ask me this no <laughs> um oh i'm gonna say the shiva one oblivion must have been
I know that a, that got a big reaction, but one of my yeah. favorites of yours was your version of On Windy Meadows. Yeah, that was, I don't know why I did that. It was quite a random one. I, did, I just really liked the melody of it and it came from. <laughs> and, and you had written your own lyrics for that, right? Yeah. Come take my hand to the land where sirens sang. Red swallows weep as the kraken lies asleep. Come take my hand to the land where sirens sang. Calamity unbound follows me. On the windy meadows by the sea. That's 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 one of my favorites because it's just it's one of the more uh, unique takes on game music in general um, that I've heard. And yeah, I just thought it was uh, incredibly inventive. Um, so what what about uh, game soundtracks has attracted you as a musician specifically? Um, let's say obviously Final Fantasy VII. I know everyone seems to like Final Fantasy VII, but. It is a good soundtrack. I mean, it's got its moments where it's quite, as I would say, depressive, but it, it sets the tone really well. Um, other soundtracks, oh, um, obviously FF14. I can't really, <laughs> can't really moan about that. I'm trying to think now. You put me on the spot, and there's so many. Like, I just, 
I don't know. I draw influence from whatever ever I come across. And you and you had mentioned Sonic earlier. That's I think one that uh, really oh. jumped. It jumps out as a classic. That's sort of like a classic in terms of like the video game soundtrack canon. Um, what have you learned since you know making game? remixes and covers because this is a really kind of like wide world like in the last five years it's gone from primarily operating off of oc remix to now hundreds of different sites and a ton of different music labels that have popped up servicing game music and specifically like music that sounds like it would come from games so like what have you learned as an artist being involved in this sort of uh you know the, this sort of scene i think you mentioned the scene i think this the scene for game music covers and stuff like that and writing game music is a hell of a lot friendlier than the general band scene that well, we're used to in england anyway like i think people appreciate each other's covers more they put the time in to listen to them i don't know if it's because people are more familiarized with the actual music already and they think oh what's the what twist did they put on this version and stuff like that absolutely and I do think that that's one of the things that drives me personally to keep checking out game music is, yeah, I want to hear what's what's that take? Like, I, I almost kind of want to hear it done a hundred different ways because it's so like that theme means so much to me that having it interpreted as symphonic metal comes off far differently than it is interpreted even as like a jazz take. So, you know, and they have and they have inc- they have intrinsically different value to them too. And I think that that's one of the coolest things about game music is that it's a whole bunch of people recontextualizing music that we've all grown up with. And that to me is is one of the 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 coolest things. You had mentioned that the scene is a whole lot friendlier um who have you been involved with that's been really supportive or that you would love to have other people know about well i had a discussion with another ff um, covers person uh, matt foster piano arranger Mm -hmm. because i had a lot of trouble trying to put out the covers originally for sale well so people could actually get them on spotify and uh, initially square didn't really like that and then i think the independent label pushed it out to them and then they were fine with it but um, i got a lot of help off matt foss like what what to do and where to go with it and stuff like that nice that's fantastic um talking about the future ben do you have any projects in the work any remixes in the works that we might hear coming up here <laughs> um i've started two ff ones Ooh, ooh! can is there any way is there any way that i could muscle which theme like just you don't have to tell us both but if you could tell us one there's a funny story and i don't think a lot of people are going to be happy with this Ooh, <laughs> really um I've, there's been a certain theme that people have been requesting from me for the last i don't know five six months probably uh, since a certain patch came out and i'm trying my best to do a revenge of the horde cover Ooh, ooh. But it's be a bit of a challenge like the rivana one was a challenge the song's already massive sounding you can't really add much more to it as it is
going to say maybe on that one. But I am actually starting to work on a full original song of uh, Equilibrium, the Sophia theme. Oh, man. I know that that's going to excite some people in the audience. I know that that's excited some of the hosts in the studio. That is huge. I know a ton of people, as soon as the Sophia fight dropped, said that that's among their favorite music in the entire game. It's got a a very unique chords for FF, I think. Um, it kind of sounds a little bit Celtic in parts, or yeah. you know, old, old, old school sound, and uh, I just think it's really interesting. So I like, I love the melody of it. So it, doing stuff like that fits better with me. I think Revenge of the Hordes a bit. I'm forcing it out a bit for the sake of what people want. Sure, sure. Because I like please people, obviously, but. If it's not perfect, it's not going to be put up. <laughs> so when when you make music, of course, you know, uh, budget is a big limiting factor. If you could yeah. do one song from FF14 that maybe maybe you can't do because your your vision for it is too big, but money is no object. You can do any song from FF14. What would you do? I don't know because I know a lot, like, for instance, with Revenge of the Horde, like I've already said, um, a lot of it's orchestral based. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there is plugins available, but you can't get the authenticity that Soken's got from what what he's done with it already with like the choirs and stuff. If I could get like, you know, a real choir, <laughs> that'd just be amazing. There you Something go. Like there you go. See, but the thing is, is that you put it out into the ether like that. And someone may end up coming across this interview that goes, you know, I happen to be a choral director and then things <laughs> end up happening. So you never know what ends up. That's that's why I ask that question, because you never know what ends up happening on the other side. Ben, I know that you're a busy guy and uh, and, and, you know, we don't want to take up a ton of your time here today. Uh, I just got a few more questions before you go. Uh, what do you hope to hear out of Stormblood? I mean, obviously, FF14 is a wide spectrum of music that is encompassed in the soundtrack uh, throughout the, you know, the two versions of the game and the expansion that we've had. Uh, what would you like to hear musically out of Soken moving forward into Stormblood? I'd like to hear maybe, I know he's done, he did um, the Shiva song, which was kind of like, it wasn't pop punk, but it was kind of like, you know, a bit more lighthearted rock. I'd actually like to hear him to do actual pop punk, I think. I want to hear it. <laughs> Just because I know he, he's got that far with that song. We've had the metal. We've had the, you know, yep. uh, Sephiroth. Had the Sephiroth. And, uh, and and Industrial pretty well represented over there with uh, Alexander as well. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would be kind of cool to hear uh, to to hear like a pop punk vibe coming out of Soken because yeah, you know, I've I've always kind of and and this is this is kind of funny that you've picked up on this too that I've always kind of felt a little bit of of undertones of punk that that go on in a lot of those primal tracks. Yeah, the dude's insane. He can do anything. Every single patch, there's something. That I'm just like, what? Yeah. It really is. Soken is one of those that uh, that that does deliver every single patch. And uh, man, what an enormous talent! And speaking of talent, you can check out Benjamin Anthony James, of course, on YouTube and SoundCloud. And we hope that you do. He's got a whole bunch of FF14 covers that you can check out. Ben, let everyone know where they can find you on uh, social media and on the web. You know what? I've got no idea. But if they just type my videos into YouTube, they'll find them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Benjamin Anthony James, the infamous FF14 cover artist and remixer. Thank you so much for your time here on Limit Breaking Music. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Shout out and thank you to Benjamin Anthony James for hanging out with us. You my boy, Benny. Dude, I, I, I and I, you know, I had wondered if I should insert large sections of his music because usually what you do in interviews like that is it's just a quick hit of music after you know something and, and or really and move quiet on. behind underneath the words right yeah. yeah and and i figured you know what no this is a limit breaking music segment yeah this is a special edition of limit breaking music and so if he was kind enough to come on and give us the time to uh for that for that awesome interview that uh we should actually feature the songs in you know not that not all of them were in their entirety but uh most of them were but by the way if you want to find him on social media facebook.com slash benjamin anthony james and you can also find him on youtube youtube.com slash user slash dead star six 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 seven 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 or you can do like he suggested and just type his name into youtube or uh soundcloud or wherever uh and uh find him again that's benjamin anthony james uh responsible for some of the coolest ff14 remix music and covers that uh that, that we've ever had the pleasure of featuring on the show thank you so much for coming on and uh hanging out with us today ben and uh if you if you only caught a portion of that interview check back at our website limitbreakradio.com on tuesdays when this podcast is released so uh we do have more tracks here for limit breaking music it wasn't just our conversation with ben we can't we, we can't we can't only just, give the spotlight yeah, to benjamin that's right like we can't I mean, we, we could but uh, yeah but well, why well, we'll complain but, yeah. but there's more people that's right and so we really- now present to you nika on the kazoo <laughs> Um, oh, I have it. Oh, fail. Oh. No, it was it wasn't nope. in my it was over nope. on my desk. I couldn't get it. Nope, Nika. That's the one time I throw over to you. And I, you really? I wasn't ready. It was like underneath my you know what? on my desk. I'm gonna. That's s- fair. You know that's what? Fair. I, I endorse that drop. I endorse that drop. <laughs> that Nika sloppy, sloppy drop. Yeah, was sloppy. That that one was accurate. Give it to you her again. Give me warning, man. I could have been ready for it. You know ah. who doesn't need warnings? Juxta on his drops. Bullshit. You oh, bullshit. Get the fuck Are you out of your fucking mind? If no, because I'm going to let you in a little bit, a little secret. When we purposefully set him up and he's off his game 
it's on purpose because it also makes us look kind of bad. Obviously, we're able to push it all off onto him, but <laughs> when he wants to be on his game for his benefit, fuck he off. Is. No, he's, he's no. on his game when he's able to direct the conversation to fit his draw. Yeah. For crying out loud. Don't give like, him credit it, like that. It is never like, he's like, oh, I know what a good draw for that would be, and then he gets to it super fast and plays it in time that it makes sense. It's not possible. At least I don't think all so. All I'm saying is that Nika's worse than Juxta. Mm. Uh, nah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I, but I'm not someone who's like looking for. I don't know. I, I've done that so many episodes in a row. I wasn't looking for a place to put the kazoo in. It should always be ready. He's, he's always be ready on drops because that's his job. You know, I, 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 guess, didn't, I didn't know my job description was kazoo master. I Whoa. guess that's the difference between ninjas and samurais. Is ninjas are always ready to pounce, and samurais are late to the party. <laughs> that's why they died in the Doman explosion. No, they didn't all die, though. Yes, like, they did. They're okay, all dead. Okay, Mr. Kala, who has done the ninja story, right, who does know that you actually find, like, a Doman princess who was randomly oh, not on the ship with Yugiri, who randomly escaped Doma, yeah. and you're, like, helping her uh, with as she keeps running uh, away. And guess what? She isn't. Uh, a samurai. Okay, but you... Fine, princess job confirmed. You Are you happy? <laughs> But you can't tell me that there is not a possibility. It absolutely is. No, so don't even. Dead. No. Don't don't even. Mm-mm. They're dead. No. Hey, what we're doing? Limit breaking music. They're all dead, Nika. Look, we just had to take a minute to tell Nika all the samurais are dead, okay? They're all they're not they're not dead. They're though. all dead like your base of MGS5 people. Oh, oh my god, don't. Do you know how they All di- of them. Nate, do you know how they died? AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't set him up that well, though. I no. gotta say, Scully just reuses. Scully has got his own kind of charm about the way he uses the drops. I gotta say, I, I kind of like, I kind of like the vibe that Scully brings to the drops. <laughs> but, but you've also noticed that he reuses them. Like he used the yeah. AIDS one runs yeah. already. Then he's like, oh, I know I can use that later. <laughs> yeah. I know right where that is. It, no, it literally is like, what page am I on? Okay, I'll pick that one. Uh, all right, so we yes, we do have uh, other music here to feature on Limit Breaking Music. Uh, again, thank. Thank you to Benjamin Anthony James for hanging out with us. Uh, all right. We've got uh, new music here. We've actually featured music from uh, this artist before. Block Party at the Broom. Uh, we had actually featured them as a entry in the FF14 music contest. They had done the sort of hip-hop-ish sounding beat mm-hmm. with all of the yep. crafting sounds. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. Yep. Well, they're back at it again doing their own version of Answers. Now, now, this has vocals that's done by Rumi, which at first it almost sounds like of the, that they use a vocaloid on this track, but uh, actually done by the artist Rumi. So uh, here we go. This is from Block Party at the Broom. It's Answers on Limit Breaking Music. This. You know, I've never it's, been a fan of when you take like sound effects to make a song, but recently I found myself liking a lot more of them, and the way that they blend it with actual music in this, yeah, yeah. It strikes a it very almost, precise. Battle. It almost seems like like not just a, a stylistic choice, but that almost seems like maybe that's gonna be like a signature thing that he does mm-hmm. on tracks. By the way, this is uh, produced by Pharrell Nefertiti. <laughs> Oh. 
that. This has a similar feel though to Susan's remix that she did recently. I mean, it, obviously the computerized sounding voice, not so much, but the the beat and the rhythm of it. This change up is so good. See, and one of the one of the things I'm really liking about this is they don't try to repeat the same like ups and downs from like Susan's performance of right. answers. They create their own like signature with the way that the vocals are. The chat says we need to quit talking. <laughs> Is this your first time ever listening to a limit breaking music? I think that's it is. That's why Kooky's providing the links right now. That's right. You have come far. The end the truth. Man, I like this a lot. Now, interesting fact, obviously Susan's version of Answers was sort of like, you know, the theme song for, for when the actual game world ended. Right. This was actually for the market board crash of 2015. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Felt by crafters everywhere. Is that is that why there's the crafting sounds in the background? Yeah. Okay, I figured it out then. Kala was saying earlier, I like that like it has the actual song in the background. It's not just sound mm-hmm. effects that are making it, but the sound effects provide all the change. Yeah. Now, uh, a lot of people in the chat don't seem to be digging the uh, the sort of auto-tune vocaloid oh, like sounding it. voice. I'm not usually a big fan of it, but but there's something about it in here. I think it's the way that it, it something about the, the mechanical-ness of it kind of harkens to the fact that it's using all these crafting sounds as well. Yeah. And I think overall it fits the theme very well. Love this change they did up. A really good I job love that right change here. up. That's a great change. It's one of my favorite parts of the original too. Melky's saying that it feels elegant. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I like that. That's a oh, good way to I describe it. I love the horns. Wow, I lo- I really like this. Alagon hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> Get a real steampunky vibe from it. Dre poetic in the chat saying that it reminds her of Legend of Dragoon. I totally am down with that. I think I'll be adding this to my playlist. Yeah. Oh, that echo. 
why people aren't digging the vocals. I was gonna say, like, like in my head, I actually picture like some type of like steampunky Allegon construct, like <gasps> is the thing like singing or playing this. That's yeah. yeah, and you can tell so it's, it's just so a filter, sweet. which makes it sound pretty nice to you. Like if it was a real vocaloid, right. vocaloids are not tooled for English words or lyrics. So when people do try to make vocaloids speak English, it sounds it's, really it sounds bad. like English. Yeah, that's yeah. So I mean, not, good. but it's not even like English. It's like so hard to understand. It's not. It's not good at all. So you can clearly tell that somebody sang the words and then they put a filter over yeah, it. Which yeah. I don't know, you I didn't like nice. that song. You can suck Nika's Rokot for all I for all I care. Uh, vocals again by Rumi and uh, the arrangement by Pharrell Nefertiti. That's Block Party at the Broom. You can find links to that either at our website LimitBreakRadio.com. If you happen to be listening to this on the podcast, which by the way, if you are, maybe consider leaving us some iTunes love. Uh, also, you can uh, click the link that Kookie's been providing in the chat room if you're listening live right now. This video has 632 views. What? Ugh. How does it not have way more than that? We need to fix that. Yeah. LB Army, Talk go fix that. Yeah. Um, so this next track comes to us from Triforce Films. Now, when I actually first heard, I was like, so by the way, I first got to say, huge shout out to Kuki, who put this, who put most of this together. I mean, the bulk of this. Yeah. She honestly did both of these uh, outlines, the majority of them, yes. within like a few hours. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's pretty amazing uh, what she was able to find. This is not stuff that I had even come across, and I've been responsible for putting together the the majority of limit-breaking music segments before this, except for the considerable help that I got from all of you when we went through. I think through. Nika actually did the last one. For N- one. I, Nika, did, yeah. I did half of yeah. the last one. N- Nika, okay. Nika did a couple of last last time uh and then we had all contributed when uh we had done the contest entries the music yep, contest yep, yep. entries but uh i just uh, kooky wowing me with uh her selection w- yeah really fantastic She's so a woman of many talents uh i i had heard i've i've heard the name triforce films before but uh i i had not run across this version so this yeah. is uh battle on the big bridge oh my god gilgamesh's theme now this has actually got a pretty clever video that goes along with it by the way we're trying something new for this segment usually uh we play the music off of my computer so i've got to go in and put it in in post but this time we're actually having Escalia start the music and play it off of his computer. Oh, snap. Because I can actually trust him with doing things of a responsible nature. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so, like handle scissors. That's right. <laughs> That's right. No, we, it, no, it's, no I mean, paste, though. It's just a scissors. Look, it, not to say that Juxta couldn't handle it, but he can't handle it. <laughs> uh, it you gotta, you gotta. It's baby steps with him. Like he's finally your 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 praise of him on the drops is not totally off base. He has a good moment in there every once in a while. But if you throw too many responsibilities at him, he starts to really panic oh, and freak oh. out. And He's definitely a one-track kind of guy. That's right. So, uh, Alright, let's check out uh, music from uh, Triforce Films, Battle on the Big Bridge acapella version Ooh. from Triforce Films. Here we go. I'm usually a pretty hard critic for acapella stuff like this. I love acapella stuff. Um, but obviously, uh, with, with the rise of people like Peter Hollins, I've gotten a lot more used to it. Smooth McGroove. And Smooth McGroove. Yeah, this is very Smooth McGroove-esque. 
Which, by the way, I gotta say, his in his video, he's dressed up like Gilgamesh in all of his video. <laughs> like, in, yeah, in, he's got like face paint and a wig. And, yeah, like, it's pretty. It's pretty clever. Okay, this is pretty good. This is pretty legit. I gotta say, I'm pretty impressed. Although, I do have to say this though. Before this became the biggest trend on YouTube, like years before, I recall having... Oh, God, don't bring up the bagpipes. I, I recall having don't. a version of the bagpipes that, that did this. Shut up and let them listen to the song. I'm just saying, I came up with this whole idea. Smooth McGroove definitely owes me some residuals okay. for stealing my idea. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. So does Triforce Films. Just put it up. I'm kidding. This right here is the best part, in my opinion, right here. The fact that he gets, yeah, the horn. Like, it doesn't even, it doesn't sound like a voice. It sounds like he's using an actual horn. You're, you're a cheater, Triforce Films. I'm on to you. It doesn't even sound like a real horn. It <laughs> no. sounds like the video game yes. synth well, horn. Yeah, that's how you yes. can tell it. It's more of a voice. Yeah. It's a, he, has, he has an 8-bit horn. It's super impressive. <laughs> I think the thing that impresses me the most about this is how do they decide what's going to sound better? Like, all right, I need to put the diddlies here, but the dunes over here. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I that entire video, I don't think I got this stupid grin off my face the entire time. Like, you can't not smile while you listen to that. Okay, well, the rest of us need to watch the video, Escalia, so thanks. I'm not even watching those, like, listening to it. Like, like, it's hard not to smile. If uh, you want to follow on Facebook.com slash Triforce Films, YouTube.com slash Triforce Films, and SoundCloud.com slash Triforce Films, should definitely check them out. That's pretty cool. They've got tons of different acapella versions of uh, video game music that, uh, you know, you should honestly take the time to go check out each and every single person that we talk about here on this segment. Like, and most subscribe of them, to them. Most of them have a really, really amazing body of work, and like, some of the some of their channels you know have only got 700 hits you know sometimes even less than that on on some of the videos there so right it's um, nice that like triforce films they've got over 20,000 yeah but, they're not like, hurting but they're so not ma- hurting they're fine so they're doing many right. of them have nothing yeah. and they absolutely deserve it i know yeah uh so uh big shout out to triforce films that's pretty awesome uh now we had originally slated to do a different uh song from uh gilgamesh rules and uh i got I I had, I could have sworn that maybe we had played it on the show before. Kooky assured me that we hadn't, but to be safe, we decided to go with uh, a newer track that he had posted just a couple of days ago. He or she, I don't know. I don't mean to assume your gender. Sorry. Uh, anyway, they had just posted a uh, new track on. Uh, it was a. It's a Zervan track. Mm. Oh, yeah. Zervan remix. Yeah, we probably haven't played that on the show already. Oh, no, we definitely haven't played <laughs> that on the show. Uh, so, uh, if you want to check this out, again, uh, you can uh, check out their YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Gilgamesh Rules R-U-L-Z. 
the cool way to spell rules. That's how all the cool people spell it. Uh, that's how Xerox spells it. SoundCloud and Twitter. Uh, you can find it there as well. Gilgamesh Rules. This is their version of Zervon's theme remix. Thirteen views. I did say that it came out like three days ago, Nika, you judgy judger. No, I'm saying we need to give them more views. Judgy McJudgerton. No judge, no judging at all. chopped and screwed sort of thing that's going on here. I dig it. I dig the fuck out of it. Very chilled and mellow. Yeah. The buildup is so good. Like, I cannot wait for it to, like, make this transition. Like, I keep getting hyped for it, and they're like, nope, we're gonna go one more time. That may just be the sample that he's that he's relying on. I hope there's a change in tempo or pace somewhere. Yeah. Because I feel like there needs to be. Like when are we gonna go into phase two? Yeah, when's the platform gonna drop? Oh yeah. Yeah, there it is. That's what I needed. There it is. Yeah. This does seem to be the main like sample that he's leaning on though. Yeah. No no judgment. It's good. I dig it. I like it. Yeah, like he, he he chops so much of it out, but still manages to hit all the beats properly. Yeah, that it doesn't feel like disjointed. It's it's yeah, it's well quantized. Yeah. on that sort of like the, the, the effect that sounds like it's uh, kind of like glitching a little bit like, yeah. like I want to like it but I can't tell if he uses it too much nah I like it but I feel like if he did it less I wouldn't know if it was intentional <laughs> I, I don't know I like it I like it a lot Kick is really good. Yeah. Yeah, I can't argue with that part. Yeah. 
like that. I like that like second edition of the horn there too. Oof. <laughs> is so good it is i feel like i feel like if the right person rapped over it that would be fucking awesome like that, that like it could elevate it like that's pretty good right like i definitely dig it the sample's really good but it needs you're right it needs something else yeah and and if there was someone rapping over top of it i've dude i know i've heard beats that were like like not even a quarter of that talented that you know the rapping just sort of sustained it so i don't know man i i dig it i i dig the fuck out of it so yeah it is one of those songs where it's like it's really good and pleasant to listen to but you feel like like i feel like this is the yeah the d like the delyricized version of something like where are they like this is the karaoke the instrumental version where you're supposed yeah the instrumental thank you there the you karaoke go. version yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, you scrub. In, anyway, again, uh, SoundCloud.com slash Gilgamesh Rules, YouTube.com, uh, Twitter.com, and that's again Gilgamesh R U L Z Rules. That guy has twenty subscribers. Change that. Twenty. Change it, what? fellas. Yeah. Change it. <laughs> Three people unsubscribe. <laughs> uh, it is one of those ones. Like we hear songs on here occasionally where we'll look at the subscriber total and be like. That's less subscribers than we have. That's not right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think hearing some type of lyrics over that would, would definitely help to elevate it. Absolutely. All right. Let's check out some uh, new music from Rika Teeks, yes. a.k.a. Merciless. This is the second time that we featured their track. We've uh, played their, uh, I want to say it was their, um, what was the whale? The whale primal. Bismarck. Bismarck. Yeah. We played their the Bismarck remix. That's you. what it was. He's a giant it's whale. Real. It's fair. Big flying whale. Am I wrong? No, no, I said that's fair. Okay. Uh, anyway, we uh, we definitely played uh, the Bismarck remix, but uh, they're back with a new Leviathan remix. And again, Ooh. like as of like a couple of days ago. So, uh, Twitter.com slash OX Merciless with the E's or threes. M3RC3RL3SS. XO. You're hard that's, to promote. Yeah, that's not the most goddamn complicated username ever. Same thing on YouTube. There we go. We said it. All right. uh, let's check it out. Leviathan Remix by Rika Teeks. Here we go. I've got heavy expectations for this one. I love the Leviathan theme. digging the style i love when they take a song they're able to keep some essence of the original but put it in like a different genre this... until you hear that you have to almost think like where's the leviathan theme like you have to listen for it yeah but now it just jumps out at me oh yeah It's like one of those optical illusion puzzles where once you can see it, you can't not see it. That's right, yeah. Oh. I don't know what instrument that is, but I like that. I 
curious to uh, to see how the chat feels about this sort of like robotic voice. How they feel about this versus the uh, answers that we started off with. Someone's like, this feels like Leviathan meets Alexander. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Alexander was a little bit more industrial than this is, though. Yeah. Yeah. This is a little dance here. I think the voice. That part of it, yeah. I wish it would go somewhere else, though. I really like that sort of like whatever that piano synth slash like organ thingy. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah. that is back there. I wish that 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 like the dancey bit would change up a little bit. Oh wait. for this second half for this last bit here really yeah it's just like him using the word leviathan it feels like he's trying to fit it into the music yeah but that's exactly how the song is he's not doing anything different than the song does mm-hmm. i wish that that dance line that we've had in there like right from the beginning the whole way through would change up a little bit at some point This feels, you know what this feels like? This feels like the danciest that the postal service ever got. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And that kind of ends very that, abruptly. That, that there. How it ends? Yeah. Ooh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with that. It sounds a little bit postal servicey. Not, a, not a, again, not a criticism, but yeah, that was observation. That was a very abrupt ending. That was. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, again, if you want to check them out, uh, God damn it, merciless with ease. But threes and there you go. E's. Just yeah, you'll 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 be able to find it. Links in the chat room as well as at our website, limitbreakradio.com. Uh all right. This next one, I'm I'm pretty sure that people are gonna get hyped for this. Oh, I'm so excited. What is one? What is it? It's Sophia. Yeah. As my as Probably my favorite track in the game right now. Sophia. This is a Eva 14 hip hop remix done by Shinigami Beats. Now, I swear to God, that name sounds so fucking familiar. I know, I know, I know for a fact I have definitely checked out their work before, but this is pretty goddamn sweet. So uh, let's check this out. Shinigami Beats on uh, Sophia. Here we go on Limit Breaking Music. Sega. Interesting. Must not listen to a lot of hip hop. That's just a DJ tag. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, come on, Shinigami, we know who it is. 
I already know who it is. do something yeah i'm waiting for something i mean i, I like what i hear but but mm. it's a tough that's a tough sample to work with i do like how they're using the link sound effect in place of where you would normally have like a hey! yeah shinigami beats on sophia hope she brought him to court <laughs> This is really chilled out. Oh, yeah. Very chilled out. I like this. Took a little long to get there. Man, it's... Yeah, this this almost sounds some like some ASAP Rocky shit right here. Especially with the change-up, too. Guess we're gonna hang out here for a while. Yeah, I think I think Melky's right. This would also, I think, uh, uh, serve to have some type of like rappy lyrics or something over. Yeah, if somebody if somebody rapped over this, it would be awesome. It could it could be awesome. Yeah, it feels really kind of just empty as it is. Like it's it's open and airy. I'm not sure empty is yeah, the right airy. word, but o- open and airy. For sure. And then back it does the have it. You know what? It it does remind me a little bit of like a Ghost in the Shell theme. It's got a Ghost in the Shell quality for sure. As some type of like like ambience or something playing over something else, I could see it working a lot better. Um, but just by itself, there's something missing through it for me. Five from the chat saying that it's too moody. Actually, they said it's one moody for me. <laughs> they, they corrected too moody for me. Well, they're dumb. Yeah, Dre, Dre Poetic pointing out, that, you know, it's weird when you don't have, like, the lyrics to that song in the middle. Right. Because, like, those were powerful lyrics when you finally understood what they said. Like, mm-hmm. now now that we know them, we can pick them out when we hear them. Like, this song actually does say, like, a lot. Right. Another kind of abrupt end there, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of was. I guess. Oh, oh, sorry. Got a, got a little taste of something else there. Uh, so there you go. If you dug that, Shinigami Beats, uh, SoundCloud.com slash Shinigami dash Beats, uh, YouTube.com slash Wisdom with a Z724, and a uh, bunch more links that I'm sure that uh, Cookie will be able to, uh, to provide. Yeah, there you go. All right. On to our next song our next featured song uh we've uh, featured one from uh, this artist before npc uh we featured their lost city of amdapur remix oh yeah 
Now this was this was the one. It took it took a minute to get there. Like, but once it got there, I was like, oh damn, do I really like this? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, now I had seen when I when I uh, did some investigating, I had seen that his channel's on a little bit of a hiatus at the moment. So um, he. But if we send him a million views, he might be motivated to come back. That's what it, yeah, like that's what this segment is all about. Like we want to encourage these people to make more music, and the best way to do that is to go to their channel and subscribe. That's why we go to the painstaking lengths to give you all of the uh, URLs, why we say them on the show. We want this to be uh, a a way to promote good music. Um, Now, of course, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, and that's fine. But if you like what you hear, please go subscribe because you don't understand how much your comments and your subscriptions encourage other people to make stuff it doesn't work on us we're just like whatever your comments are fucking dumb (laughs) but (laughs) other people other creative people it means a lot to them so uh make sure that if you like what you hear go and flood their channel and let them know that limit break radio sent you all right so this one is really cool i i listened to this last night and it actually i gotta say it got me really hyped. So uh-huh. here's NPC's version of Idleshire Day, music that we know oh so well. We hear it all the time. It's like, God. I, it oh. grates on the ears. It, it can. It can. Yeah. Here almost, we go. Here's as bad as bagpipes. Here's NPC's version of Idleshire. Oh, yes. This music sounds familiar. I feel like I'd be sitting in Idly Shire and I'm like, you know what? I need to take some coke. And then this is what I hear. That's fair. <laughs> oh, it's so good. The dropout is like, so cool. Like, you know what I imagine the music video for this being as like first person view, just like zooming around and like in front of an NPC. And then like, you know, this music plays and back up and zoom. That's so cute. I love the instrument choices here. It's great. Yeah, this is nice. This is one of those occasions where I just, like, can I rip out the regular music and put this in? Yeah, this is way better. With that modding, you can. Dude, that drop is so good. God, this is so different than his Amdapur one where we were just waiting for like the first half of the song. It's like right out of the gate. Oh, it's so good. Idle Shire Mario Kart remix. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's got a very like FF6 ish sort of uh, uh, era ness to it. 
Oh yeah, that that sort of like chip tune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, he's just jamming on that thing. I like how we make up terminology. Like turning limit breaking music, we're just like it sounds like this esque. Dude, that double bass pedal, man. Yeah. God damn. Keep it in your pants. Aww. That's nice. It's like your palate cleanser at the end. Yeah. This is how you end a song. Dude, oh, that was ending. such a good ending. It's yeah, uh, Melky Thera is saying that it's very Gucci esque, and I agree. I uh, yeah. definitely agree with that. I love that though. NPC, you got to go check him out. YouTube.com/slash non-playable records. Oh my god! And this guy has Undertale music. He does. He does. And that song has so much Undertale in it. Now that I it think does. about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, for sure. Uh, Corona other remixes include Chrono Trigger and Pokemon uh, make sure you go check it out uh, I think he does incredible work um, and yeah there's there's no reason not to that fucking awesome that is like in contention for one of my favorite we've ever listened to on the show definitely is up there um, all right now this one is an interesting choice I don't know <laughs> I almost feel like bringing Kooky onto the show to ask her about oh this. can we if you want let's do it okay C- call 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 Kooky please giving her a ring ring a ding ding ring 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 jolly old ring a ding ding first you need to pick up that phone hello hi kooky how's it going good i have a question for you (laughs) what's the question what's okay so this next song that we're gonna play Mm -hmm. from 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 yannick geertz right the the Orzean Holiday Xmas remix. Like Wow, we're a little past the season. <laughs> yeah, this is a little bit late, don't you think? Well, we didn't get to do it last time we did Lemon Break Radio or I'm, Lemon Break Music, so might as well add some holiday cheer in you February. Know, you know, we wouldn't be the only ones. Uh on Hearthstone this week, the uh Brawls card back was a Christmas themed one. Yeah, see? Right, like really? not That's too late. Weird. Yeah, like I'm talking like lights and candy canes and holly, and I'm like, what is this? I'm just That's... saying we're we're almost a Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holidays. It, it feels a little late for that kook. That, that, Holidays that, are fun. Okay, though. well, if this I'm, I'm hoping that this burns, is, I'm hoping that this is worth it. Yeah, yeah, if this crashes and burns, Kooky, we're laying it at your feet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. See, Kooky, don't take that. Just throw Give it right it back at him. Who else no, worked on the outline? I see. The thing is, is, is it sounded like we were really giving you credit for this, uh, for this segment at the beginning of the show. When really, what we were doing is saying, if you don't like any of this shit, you know who to talk to. It's Kooky. We were passing the buck. Is yeah. what we were doing on the sly. No, I'm telling you, that's what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think she's in denial. No, Kooky is like, yeah, I am the executive producer, so. and I'll tell you what you were doing. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, let's check this out. The Orzean Holiday Xmas Remix from Yannick Geertz. It's here on uh, Limit Breaking Music. <laughs> So far, not all that Christmassy. Mm-hmm. 
I think the choice of instrument feels kind of Christmassy. <laughs> Does it? I mean, maybe the sleigh bells a little. I mean, that's not even sleigh bells. It's like a such like a hi hat or a tambourine. There you go. It's, yeah, it's a tambourine. Well, maybe that's the okay. reason. Okay, all right. Now thing. I hear it. Yeah. Now I hear it. It is, pr- it is buried pretty deep in there, though. Maybe that's the re- She probably picked it thinking, oh, this is really good. Then afterwards, saw, oh, that, oh, that's a holiday song? Ah, they'll never notice. Very uplifting, though. I dig it. It is. I want to get up and dance. There's like, yeah, there's definitely like a thin layer of gay before you get to the holiday version. Like, like right? Like, it's just, it's the... It's the... What does a thin layer of gay look like? Um, yeah, what? It, I don't know what it looks like, but I know what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I keep expecting, like, an old, bald man to, like, dance in front of... <laughs> and to dance in front of a, a bus that'll Is take me six to a commercial? Six Flags Yeah, that's what it sort of reminds me of. You know what? I like, hear it. Like oh the, my God, I hear it. Like the Venga Boys? Yeah, for sure. I I think I know what a thin layer of gay is. A thin layer of gay is when a Scalia stops by just to say hi and like drops off the presents but then leaves. So you get just the right amount of it. Yeah, like gay was just here but it left. <laughs> This is why I don't come to the holiday specials anymore. It's not even the right term. (laughs) I'm being ignorant on purpose. That's why it's funny. It's not funny. It's just rude. Shut up, Nika. (laughs) Diamlo says it sounds like duck sucking. (laughs) Duck sucking. What? (laughs) Affleck. 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 We're gonna have to start this song over. No, we don't. Now, now there's a we heavy the, layer of a Nero. <laughs> I really liked that. I thought this is really yeah, good. That's pretty nice. Like I could see that as that's like real nice background music when I'm just trying to like do something and keep, stay motivated. Like that'll definitely like keep me going. I like That's all I heard. That's all I fucking heard. I'm sorry. Oh, man. The kazoo fits that so well. It kind of does. Yeah. Um, I miss those commercials. What happened to those commercials? I don't even like roller coasters that made me want to go to Six Flags. I, man, I what happened to Six Flags? Hmm. Mm. Mm. And now we're anyway, sad. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, we've got one more remix to check out here. Uh, this is from uh, Lindaru and Kama. It's Lindaru versus Kamana. Oh, Kama, uh, K- Kahama, Kamana. Kama? It's like K M A H N A. Oh, so this is like a collaboration versus they did against each other. Mm, Something maybe. Like that. I guess we'll find out. Where someone does half of it and the other person does half of it, and you kind of like that. That would actually be really cool. Imagine if like Benjamin Anthony James teamed up with Husky and they did like a battle. Like we need epic rap battles inside of FF14. Fuck that! Give one of them a banjo and have like dual. Let's have them do a dueling banjo. I think that would be cool. Do they know how to play banjos? Let's make them learn to play banjos. We've got Ben's number. We can call him. That's right. It's gonna be good. We kind of know Husky. We met him. We once, know right? him enough. He he lets us use his, his music <laughs> without complaining too much. That's right. 
I wonder if he actually if is if if he's ever actually listened to an episode. Like I have to I have to wonder. Like sometimes I wonder the like if people go like the people that we talk to, the people that we interview, you know, like a couple of times there have been some really foul jokes around some of their interviews. Like if they listen to the tee up, you know what I mean? Like if they're just like, "Oh shit, I would what have did to I assume do?" Assume the fact that you cuz you've like emailed Husky before, right? No, I left comments on his YouTube. He channel. replied to him though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would assume that if he then knows, oh, you know, you guys have used my music before, that he's he's probably well. Amira's saying Husky's like Titan, and he retweeted it. So yeah, yeah, no, like, no, no. I know, yeah. I know, but I, but like he knows. But has he ever? Has he ever actively listen? Like really listen to something? Yeah. Like has he ever heard us make rim job jokes? <laughs> like is that ever? Because. You know, you don't like, know someone so you hear about them tonguing someone's ass out. That's the thing. Like you just don't really know. Yeah, like like you you can tell a lot by a show by the rim job jokes that they end up making. That's so, true. So I I kind of got wise of you. Like like it 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 is it is like I I gotta kind of wonder like what people end up thinking if they end up hearing the full product, not just the interview that we did with them. Ugh. I would love to get a message from him someday. Just be like, yeah, I listened to one of your shows. Could, could you stop using my music, actually? Cease and desist. I've been waiting for that email since this show started. <laughs> just saying. Listen here, your rim job. Could you stop using my music? I love it. I know. Uh, all right. Let's check out this uh, final track here from uh, Lindaru versus... Kamna? Kamana? Kamana? Thanks, Kamana. Let's do that. It's Ultima, by the way. Oh, right. If we forgot to mention that. I like the start already. It reminds me of like... uh... It's really open and airy. Is there any way... Evanescence kind of starting thing. Okay, yeah, I can hear that. Is there any way you can turn that up at all over there? Um, no. We are at max volume right now. Mm-hmm. This is quiet. Or you can just hear the voice. Well, it's starting to get louder. Man, this is hard to hear. Oh, it's going to be so epic, though. Wow, okay. Didn't stay quiet. No, that was definitely just like a prologue. Yeah. I need something heavy in there. What it looks like is the Kamana person actually made a piano cover, and then this person edited on top of that. Oh, okay, all right. Remix the remix, I like it. comment in their description says very sorry for ruining another piece of ff music <laughs> what i think the melody is a little bit buried but i actually really dig it i actually and i really like this part right here i wish there was a little bit heavier bass in it 
Yeah. But I think I'm also used yeah. to hearing this as like, you know, like rock covers, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's one of the difficulties. When, yeah, it's a song where we use it all the time. We're used to our version of it. Right. Yeah, I think it could do for a little bit of a harder hit on the on the downbeat. Just oh, somewhere. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby says, this is what you hear standing outside the thin layer of gay clubs smoking after your fifth Long Island. Mm, I don't know, man. This is sort of like what you would hear at like a junior goth club, like not full on goth club, but like like you're in training to be a goth. The wannabe goths. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I hear. Fades out. Wow, okay, all right. An interesting choice there. That was a interesting song all around, actually. Yeah, I, it I, started I, off I, super quiet, but once you get into it, you're like, this is sweet. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. This is hard. I'm sitting here like looking at the at the up next and the recommendations, and there's a bunch of them where I'm like, but I want to hear that. Like, There's like, like a, a Through the Maelstrom, uh, a Shiva-themed progressive remix. I'm like, there's like, like, I want to hear this, though. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe we'll Book. do limb breaking music in the future. Bookmark it again. No, this is the last time we're ever doing it, <laughs> Scully. Did <laughs> this, you not get the memo? This is the end of the end of the we're bit. Done. We got an interview. We're good. <laughs> it That's is. it. That's it's. This is the last ever. No, I'm kidding. It's all downhill from here. Uh, all right. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Captain Marvelous of Leviathan. By the way, th- shout out and thank you to all of the artists featured on Limit Breaking Music today. Uh, it was awesome talking to uh, Benjamin Anthony James, but let's get back to our phone lines. Talk to Captain Marvelous. What's going on, Captain Marvelous? I think Marvelous? you mean Captain Un- Private Unmarvelous, as he was demoted on the show that we had you sit out. Oh, oh, hey, sorry. Yeah. What? Uh, hello, Private. Hi there. What's up, Marvelous? Uh, thanks for calling in. What do you want to talk about? Oh, uh, I just wanted to make fun of Nika about Samurai. <laughs> Go okay. for it. Floor is yours. You know what? You've just been promoted, Captain Marvelous. Go. <laughs> okay. no, I mean, I think, I mean, like, I, I want Samurai just as much as Nika does, but I mean, like, at this point, I think, like, if they don't announce Samurai at the Fan Fest next they're weekend, I think she's going to have, like, a mental breakdown or something. They're I hope she does. No, they're not going to. They are. Nika, I mean, Nika no, they're not. <laughs> Nika, talking no, over not. me is one thing. Please be respectful to our callers. Oh, my God. I am. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm listening, and wrong. Nika's getting all sloppy over Samurai. Oh, that was a good she impression. So sloppy, that was a good sloppy impression. Do that again. <laughs> like any time that anybody brings up Samurai, she just goes off the hinges. She doesn't care who's yes. talking. But she like, uses you know, the Skype auto tune as an excuse, but she just starts going crazy <laughs> and like smearing her Samurai craft all over the <laughs> wall. You notice he said, "If it's not announced next week, then it's probably not coming." I won't necessarily disagree with you there. However, I think it is going to be announced so i mean um if if it is announced i mean it's it's possible that they have surviving domains i mean like it's clear that they they are taking reference from final fantasy 6 for this and cyan was the only surviving domain from that he was a samurai so it's not like out of the realm of possibility they're going to have a character like him who passes down exactly the samurai thank you if it's but not a mount, no, we announced. have like samurai glamours in this game, so I think Square Enix was all like, "Okay, we might not be giving you samurai, but here's samurai glamours for Paladin." Mm. If I, I gotta say this, if they don't put like samurai in the Garo event, is such a kick in the dick. Nika, if samurai is not announced, how is that going to make you feel? Like, what's your reaction going to be? 
I guess it depends on what is announced. Because we know they're going to confirm a job and nobody knows what it is because Spider-Man is so vague and stupid. All right, let's just say, just for the sake of, of this argument, it's red and blue mage, so there's no samurai. How do you react to that? Like, like, like how does that make you feel? Will you cry? I might. Oh my no! We're Come on, you did not like cry. Like what my family okay, did you don't. For me then you don't know movie. Record keeper. Okay, will you? I'm pretty emotional. Will you try try to watch it like live and like record yourself? So if you do well, cry, we I'm have that for I'm going to try, but I'm going to be at a convention. So some of us are already planning a 4 a.m. lobby laptop meetup where we're all going to sit and watch, try to watch okay, it. Just make sure that somebody's <laughs> recording you because if you cry, I don't want to miss can, that. Can you also? Can you also? And just for my own satisfaction, can you also try to organize like an online protest in the game if they don't announce Samurai? <laughs> Change.org. That's I'll right. Yeah. Change. I, 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 like, I have Samurai glamour all the time now. In protest, there you no, go. I can put it up on Party Finder and see what kind of response I get. There you go. Yeah, I oh mean, you can, you can you can just yeah, you can invite as many people as you no, can. I'll put it on the I'll put Don't. it on the world on the the data center one. I'll be like in your respective data center, protest this day, this time, all wearing samurai glamour. Let's go. No, the even better one is you have a bunch of people. Everyone's part of this protest. They make a party that only one other person's allowed to join and put it in the Party Finder and just flood the Party Finder with protests for samurai. And that's all anyone oh, can find in there. Skuro actually has a good idea here no uh, he doesn't wait, no no i'm actually with him here try to trap the tears you cry into small flasks so we can sell those Ooh, oh Nika yeah tears. Nika i like tears. it Nika tears yeah you know okay. you, you could have them we could sell them as necklaces we could send them to all the white knights who are never going to get a chance to ever be with Nika, no matter how fedora e they are there you go if anyone buys Nika's tears that's creepy and i just bought actually a that would be really fedora. really creepy and i would not be about that <laughs> no, here's what, the only way we hey, you do don't it. have a choice. We, we we have to do it in a way that like there can be no question as to how creepy it is. It, it's not Nika's tears. It has to be marketed as Nika's bodily fluids. <laughs> oh. Oh. So if anyone buys it, there's no question. It's just tap water. <laughs> it's just tap water. We're just from we're, Flint. Please do not drink. <laughs> sell. We're yeah. We're snake oil salesmen. Don't 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 trust us. Uh, anyway, thanks for the call, Captain Marvelous. Appreciate it. Any trolling of Nika is always appreciated if you want to wow rude that was, that was to you charm. Yeah, that, that was, was don't look at me that was nika oh, get the wow. fuck out of here no, that wow. was on me okay well done nika feel okay oh. mild applause mild applause i i think she deserves a sloppy drop for that that was sloppy that wasn't sloppy that was no, outstanding that was, no it wasn't no, he was, was clapping for me that was like a two <laughs> It was like a two no, okay, at best. She's a, a girl, so she gets the girl grading scale. No, it was outstanding because you turned to him and blamed him, and that's what made it outstanding. It was also made from my tongue, not... An, yeah, so... What? Sloppy. <laughs> oh, it sounded like a burp. Yeah, what was no, it? I, I made a fart noise with my tongue. Oh, I thought you burped. Yeah, that's what I thought. No. It sounded exactly like a burp. Oh, my God. That's weird. That we, we, weird by the way, that. I want to mention that oh, we're actually... burp much bigger than that. I, I, I want to mention that today on uh, on this episode, we're actually using a different uh, way to connect up to Nika. Uh, it, it, we're, we're no longer using Skype. We're using a new service called Zoom. And I've got to say, like, the background noise is just, like, so minimal from this program. It is... It is really like throwing me off. Like that was clear as day in my ear, and I swear to God, it came from over my shoulder. That is 
fucking nuts. It's really awesome, nice. actually. That's it's weird. a really nice change of pace. I, yeah. Instead of being like frustrated, like, oh, God, how am I going to be able to fucking EQ this out, to, uh, you know, this week? It, I actually am kind of looking forward to seeing uh, how great this sounds. So um, anyway, uh, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Satori Komeji. What's up? Whoa, Jesus. What's up, Satori? Speaking of background noise. Yeah, can we hear? Oh, my gosh, no. You, hey, Satori? Can you hear me? Yeah. If, 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 are you in a dump truck? Yeah. <laughs> No, nah, I can hear me now. Okay, that's yes, a little bit better. better. That's a little bit better. Okay, what's All up? Right. Uh, I just want to say, uh, you know how you told me to, uh, that I suck? Sure, yeah. Probably. I, yeah. I don't you know. have to be more I, specific, I, man. I tell a lot of people that they <laughs> suck. I'm fine on uh, Twitch. So you told me I suck. Sure. So let's say, you look over to my avatar, well, you see those two floating balls, you can suck them. <laughs> okay. Not looking at I, I when when do you learn I don't actually do anything on this show I make other people do it for me so the truth comes out I don't I'm not actually looking <laughs> looking at the connection window so anyway uh what what do you uh, want to talk about Satori uh, I just want to say uh more on a samurai bandwagon oh, not, not not some like fancy quotes or anything I got some actual legit legit theory. No, okay. there is no here. legit theory. No, so, let's let's hear let's hear your legit theory. Air quotes. So at the at the end of uh, a Realm Be Born, you know, after Ninja got released, we had uh, two jobs that used every accessory. You know, we had two tanks that used Vitality. We had two melee DPS that used uh, Strength. We had two classes that used Dexterity. Two casters that used Intelligence, and two healers that used Mind. Okay. And now with all the class. Now, now with all the classes that have been introduced with the Heaven's Ward and have been actually revealed, we have you know we have a new we have a new healer, Astral, that's Mind. We have a new tank, Dark Knight, that's Vitality. We have a new range class, Machinist, that's Dexterity, and we have a new caster, Red Mage. We don't have anything for strength. Okay. So tell me, which, which is more likely to use strength, Samurai or Blue Mage? How about Beastmaster? Uh, I think you. I think you could make a case for either one, man. I don't know about Blue Mage, but Beastmaster, yes. I I could definitely see Square Enix sitting around like a big round table, trying to decide which job's going to come in next. And someone's like, "Look, uh, our accessories are not evenly divided up, so it has to be Samurai now." And then being like, "Oh, you know what? Yeah, that's the clincher." Yeah, but the thing is, is that Blue Mage is so malleable. You can say like, you don't like have anything. To, yeah, it could be based on strength. It could be. Fuck, man! It could be based on any arbitrary stat. HP. That's dumb. No. <laughs> I'm sticking with Beastmaster strength. But yeah, they used a lot of physical. Get your magic, fucking head so. cannon out of here. No. Beastmaster wouldn't work in this game. Stop. I, I know it wouldn't work. Of course not. I'm not going to get what I want. Everything will work in this game when you shove it into a cookie cutter mold. <laughs> There's a throwback term. I'm cookie cutter. I'm just saying I don't mm. understand how a Spider-Man T-shirt says samurai. Samurai me. It doesn't. Shut up. You're stupid. You're stupid. If you believe that, you're dumb. No. That's my Nika impression. I know. Okay. And I'm telling It's not very good. I'm telling yeah, I'm telling I'm telling Nika through you. Okay. That you're dumb if you believe that. Bush <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, Satori, thanks for the call, man. Uh, appreciate it. I, I'm not sure like I just I don't know that I can 
that I could totally get behind that. Just like the fact that we need another like like if if you're going to go with that kind of logic, though, like wouldn't you say that there needs to be an equal distribution of jobs added that one's got to be a damage dealer? One's got to be a healer and one. Yes, that's why we're getting three jobs. We're not getting three jobs. We are. We're not. Imagine if we got three jobs and there still wasn't samurai. Okay, if, okay, okay, okay. If there were three jobs and there still wasn't samurai, then I would cry. <laughs> would you quit? No, oh, that but hesitation. Less, but Ooh, I might be less likely or less um, motivated to log you, in. You, you, the the gauntlet has been thrown. Yoshi P, you understand the stakes now. Nika is going to quit if she doesn't get <laughs> samurai in Stormblood. I'm just going to be more hesitant to play. Less that's how it starts. Like in every day. It's a slippery slope. I'm telling you. It's, that's 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 what everyone says when they start to quit. Let me tell you something, Nika. That rage that you feel, you can you can hide it at first. You can say, "Well, I'll just I'm just playing less," but it builds inside of you. It it's there. It's always there. Even when you try to convince your asshole co-host that it's not, it's there no matter what, <laughs> and it drives you insane. Yeah. And over time, they'll make you quit. It's not <laughs> even the game that'll make you quit. It's the jokes you're going to hear week in and week out that's going to make you want to stop playing this stupid Except ass when fucking Samurai game. Is going to be announced, and all of you guys are going. It's to be not. Crying. It's totally not. And you know who's never going to let you forget it? Me. That's correct. <laughs> that is absolutely a hundred percent correct. If it all the jokes that you want, but it's going to be announced in two weeks. You know, he's on he's on every single show now, so there's no way uh, he's going. He's going to be like, and we're here for episode number fifty five since Samurai wasn't announced. (laughs) Even better yet, I we're gonna we're gonna have a new a new metric on how to measure episodes. It's going to reset at episode one. We're going to be at episode a hundred and four, but we're going to be yeah 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 before Samurai. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Actually, what I think I'm going to plan on doing, because since I sent the postcards out and it was Nika's postcard, I sent her one as well. So I have her address now. So if Samurai's not in the game... I'm going to start, like, buying the last Samurai stuff off of eBay and just shipping it to her. <laughs> but you guys have had my address forever, so I don't understand why uh, that's No, I haven't. I don't but care Jux- enough to keep it. Juxta's had it. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, we don't trust, like, Juxta with Do you things. realize what you just said? Like, addresses have both numbers you, and what letters I said is in you've them. had my address and have not harassed me until now, so why would I think you would start now? That's because all. I have a good plan for it now. Yeah, because there's a really good reason to, though. <laughs> yeah. Fine, I'll take the free shit. Thanks. Flasks of Nika's bodily fluid or her nectar of pain and despair. Breast gaggery. Uh, okay. Uh, thanks for the donation, Sevo. Thank uh, you. And that, don't worry, Nika, I'll make sure that was a creepy. That wasn't that wasn't like no. spine shatteringly <laughs> creepy. Or is it at called all. the nectar of pain and despair? Is what he was asking. <laughs> We're just gonna pretend <laughs> well, I hope so. Which pretend didn't happen. Awkward. <laughs> and oh, and Nika, they'll all be used last samurai things. <laughs> okay. Can you find underoos? I'm gonna try. Oh yeah, I I'm like try. it. I like it. Like Tom Cruise's face, like right on the crotch. <laughs> I wow! I really hope that movie wasn't popular enough for that to be made. <laughs> I don't. I definitely don't think you it was. You know what? I think you guys underestimate the power of fans. Or Redbubble. Like, Redbubble seems pretty good at making stuff like that. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, God help me. Anyway, uh, if you... There's no God here. No. 
No. Clearly not. Uh, if you want to call the show, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 8105 slash Discord. If you want to call in on Discord, thank you to Satori Komeji for giving us a call here today. Uh, all right. We've got a uh, MMORPG interview here with Yoshi P that somebody else is going to need to read because my voice is not doing terribly well. Scali, you take the uh, the first part sure. of it while I uh, open it up. <laughs> Uh, So this was an interview uh, that was done by... Is that the group? MMORPG? Oh, yeah. MMORPG.com. MMORPGR. 2016 was a fantastic year for Final Fantasy as a brand. FF14 was also one of Steam's biggest games, gaining more and more players over time. Looking back on the year... That was actually something I didn't know. I didn't know that it was actually that successful on Steam. It did have a good Steam launch. Yeah, it did. Uh, Looking back on the year, what was the most difficult thing you all faced? And Yoshi replied, uh, instead of pointing to a specific aspect relating to the game itself, I think the most difficult thing I faced was our ongoing battle against... uh, Is satiety a word? I'm not sure. Satiety? People getting against 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 people being satiated. Yeah. 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 Or people getting tired of the game due to a long term operation. In the case of Final Fantasy 14, players have been with the game for an extremely long period of time. You know, he's not wrong. No, he's really not. I mean, he's especially those of us who've been here from since 1.0. Yeah. That's that's a long time to still be. I have to give him I have to give him at least some amount of credit for being able to at least recognize the problem and call it what it is. At the same time, that means they have chronically grown wary toward the game from extended periods of play. That's also true. I think that the ultimate challenge for long term memorpagers is uh, figuring (laughs) out ways to dispel that fatigue and bring a sense of excitement to players. For us, we've addressed this through hosting fan festivals, developing expansion packs and constant updates, aiming to implement something novel each time. I think we'll continue to struggle with this key point, but that's what makes this such an interesting job that's worth the challenge yeah but isn't that all, all all mmos you know go through that same sort of uh same sort of thing yeah i mean yeah that's something that you're gonna deal with if you last for more than a year pretty much yeah mm-hmm. but i mean like let's not let's not pretend like what he's doing like the distinct approach that he has is like not unique like it definitely in this market it is a considerably old school approach to, um, you know, to, uh, to, to, to making a MMORPG and you gotta, you gotta give him, you know, credit for that. So, you know, yeah, there's going to be challenges sort of more unique to FF14. Well, and again, what I give him credit for is the self-awareness. It's nice to see a developer of a game, not just tow the company line, not just tow the game's bottom line and Mm -hmm. say, this is the greatest game ever made. And it's going to continue to be the greatest game ever made to actually be able to look at it and say, Hey, this game's been around now for four years, uh, f- longer, right? 2011, six years. Uh, was it 11? It's been that long. 2013 was the Realm Reborn. I think it's 2011 was launch. Oh, okay. So okay. six years we're going on now, and some people are going to be burned out and tired, mm-hmm. and we need to find new and creative ways to bring them back and keep them interested in the game. I think that does show a well, level of self-awareness. Well, I can't wait until they nice decide to, to do that. <laughs> well, uh, MMORPG goes on to say, what was your favorite update of 2016 and why does it hold a special place? Ooh. Yoshida says, my favorite update was when the Dragon Song War concluded in patch 3.3's main scenario. Mm. The Dragon Song War was the main theme throughout the Heavensward expansion pack and we've been fortunate to receive so much critical acclaim from around the world. 
Well, Final Fantasy XIV is an MMORPG, we were able to craft experiences where the player was able to encounter many distinct NPCs, journey together with them, and then part ways. Just like the experiences you'd find in a standalone Final Fantasy game. And you know, that's something that we've always given them a lot of praise for. Absolutely. Is that they were able to give a traditional Final Fantasy feel experience, to an yeah, yeah, MMO yeah. that no, at least at least in my experience, that no other MMO has has had quite the same. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. you, you, I, I mean they have done some very inventive things with the way that they have set up set pieces, uh, the way that they construct um, you know, cutscenes and the you know, the narrative impact that each one of those cutscenes deliver. Being able to get these little individual like one-liners from characters as you progress through, like, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone loves the Yasail slash Moogle uh, you know, thing that you have going on when you go to Mog Home for the first time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, goes on to say, my involvement in helping to create the battles, music, cutscenes, and the lingering memory that was befitting for the finale of the Dragon Song War story arc was extremely memorable to me. It made me feel as though I was in charge of developing a single-player RPG more so than an MMORPG. With the sentiment of the allies we've encountered emblazoned in our hearts, we will be putting in even more effort in our main scenario quest so that players can enjoy future adventures to come. We hope you look forward to the story our next expansion pack Stormblood I think I agree with him with citing 3.3 is probably the high point of the expansion I think that is when I was the most engaged in the game like 3.3 up until FanFest and then I kind of I fell off a bit in 3.4 and I've come really? back with 3.5 I, I think I think that still narratively the best arc in Heaven's Word was straight up 3.0 I agree the launch now that I don't but there's that. also more because you know you had to go through the story to get to all the new areas and to get to all that so there was more story nowadays we're just getting five to eight well, well I, I don't know if that's necessarily the reason why because what stands out the most to me the single moment that really hit me is like holy crap this is a final fantasy game was when you're going to the churning mist for the first time and you have like that little sort of sitting around the campfire thing that seems like it was pulled right from final fantasy 10 sure to me that's like that's like my postcard of heaven's ward yeah right there yeah i i think that there were so many so many iconic moments that happened and nika you're not wrong there was much more that happened in 3.0 and 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 you know, you're absolutely correct, but I think that there's just so much more iconic moments that had real long-lasting impact. I, uh, you know, the Harshafon moment, the Ysale moment, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree from an MSQ standpoint, but I also remember getting to 60 and not having anything to do. Yeah, you know... That's true because we just had Bismarck and Ravana. Mm-hmm. Could have leveled had. another character. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. I could go level another job. That's what I want to do after just getting to 60. Start over. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. MMORPG says, In the spirit of New Year's resolutions, what does FF14 resolve to do better this year than they did in 2016? And Yoshida says, Without a doubt, I think the quality of our next expansion pack, Stormblood, is going to be very important in 2017. With our last expansion, Heaven's Ward, I believe we were able to bring a high level of quality all around. I'm sure there are players out there who think it's only natural that the team will achieve the same level with this expansion. Uh, It's very important to uh, definitively create what players expect as routine and to honestly respond to these expectations. The adventure on which our Warriors of Light will embark will extend underwater, and we plan to bring you more surprising content and gameplay experiences, such as the return to Evil East Raid being created by special guest developers and much more. It's my goal above all to be able to release the content as planned. I still don't know how I feel about swimming. 
Mm, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they need to add something new. So they gave us, you know, they gave us flying or they gave us swimming. It makes sense. See, here's Depends the thing. Depends on how it's utilized. Here's the thing is, I think as long as we stay away from the super gimmicky bullshit like... Uh, Lords of Verminion, then I think that it, from a content development standpoint, I'll have a hundred percent less to bitch about. That was like that was like the the worst waste of time. Now, the only concession that I will make on that and not because I think it's a good event and not because I like it at all, but is Blitzball yes. because it's got such it, it, because it is a Final Fantasy thing. That's OK. I think that's fine. That would if they put Blitzball into the game, I don't think that I would be that upset. I, and I think it'd be kind of a waste to not put it in if you're already doing swimming and underwater swimming. Like you've already got kind of what you need for it, you might as well do it. I mean, and and the thought of Blitzball, like you're just controlling one character and you've got it. It's a team based thing, and other people are controlling theirs. That's actually kind of a that cool would, idea. That would be fun. I, I mean, I, I would totally be down for that, and I would spend all of my time doing that. <laughs> but I mean, they did say they were gonna, you know, with with swimming, we also get diving where we're gonna interact with underwater NPCs and stuff. So to me, it sounds like they're actually putting a lot of thought into this, and it's not gonna be something really stupid. So. Well, let's hope not. Again, I like that he points out, though, it's very important to definitively create what players expect as routine, like kind of acknowledging like what you've already done and managed to put out. That's where the bar starts. Right. It doesn't go. The bar doesn't go down. It doesn't reset. Yet we went from getting three dungeons per patch to two dungeons per Mm -hmm. patch. The bar doesn't reset or go down, guys. (laughs) Okay. But we'll, does it? We'll believe it when we see it. Yeah. Uh, they go on to ask, on that note, what can we expect from Final Fantasy XIV in the year ahead with Stormblood's launch? To which Yoshida replies, I noted this earlier, but players can expect a vastly expanded world of adventure and a more exciting gameplay experience. The ever-popular raid content goes without saying, but we'll have new elements such as traversing underwater, a main story that is comparable in scope to a brand new RPG, the addition of new jobs, and much more. I believe players can enjoy it as the newest title in the Final Fantasy series. That seems like a very right. very um, big thing to say. Bold, yeah. Bold claim. So there you a go, new, bold claim. A whole yeah. new RPG would not only have two jobs, just saying. <laughs> You'd uh, at least have the Trinity. You'd have one of each. Yeah, that's a completely separate sentiment. I think he's talking about the uh, the story <laughs> in general. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, but like you say, that is a bold-ass claim. It really is. Like you gotta oh, be, I want to see if he can deliver on it. Well, And he's got a habit of over-promising. That is true. Because, I mean, he did say that, you know, Heaven's Word is going to be the size of of a realm reborn and i don't know that that's entirely true i don't think so. i don't think that i don't think that you, you can say it doesn't that. feel that big at least i mean but the thing is is that you don't know if they add blitzball they need to let us play it with our own character and not off characters like random npcs or worse minions if they did, I would rage. That would be highly weird if you didn't get to play as your own character when yeah. they do Blitzball. Yeah. No, yeah, because Nika's going to need something to do when they don't announce well, Samurai. Do you not get to ride your own Chocobo you when you do Chocobo wrong. Racing? You don't. No? Well, no. it's not the Chocobo that you yeah, battle. It's not the Chocobo you battle with. Don't you go and like, you get another you Chocobo yeah. that you race? But your character races on it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, it's yeah. your character. That's what I wanted to yeah. know. Okay. Yeah. And you're not some random jockey. Right, yeah. Uh, here's a question that was asked specifically for a Nero. Uh, what sorts of new holidays or events are on tap? And he answered, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, I want the ladies day. Uh, even while we're ramping up versus G, that was so creepy. 
What happened to your voice? I thought I was the one with the fucked up throat. Little ladies day. Uh, even while we're ramping up for Stormblood, we have Little Ladies Day, uh, which presents the story of a group of NPCs working hard as an idol group in the world of Eorzea, Stop. as well yes. as the Gold Saucer. Stop. Make it rain. That was the worst event ever. Jesus oh, I forgot about that one. And we'll continue to make constant updates, just like our very popular All Saints uh, All Saints Wake event from last year. We're planning for a seasonal event that utilizes content from dungeons and the like. We hope you continue to enjoy these throughout the year. Yes! More of the Halloween event. Yes, please. Uh, I'd like to get more of the Halloween event in other events. Like, that was some of the coolest thing. Don't just yeah, relegate that, that cool. to All Saints Wake. Well, but this is just like our very popular All Saints uh, Wake event from last year, we're planning for seasonal event, uh, for a seasonal event that utilizes content from dungeons. That's what I want. Yes! No, no, I don't want you to take content from dungeons and use them in... Of, in um, Mm. 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 I, I don't mind if they borrow from the dungeons. I don't want them developing new content or like a whole new like area for that. But stuff. I'd like to see the the cool things that we like from the holiday events get put in the main content. Mm, That's what I'm saying. Mm. Uh, lastly, they say finally we know that you've got an expansion to launch, but any idea? I would like to cancel my request of the tissue with any arrows raw in it because mono. <laughs> I would like to pre-order the mono-free one still, please. <laughs> Hash LB Army. Thank, thanks, right. Thor. I like that it took him this long. Like, he was sitting there debating, like, hmm, do I want mono or not? Yeah, there's some upsides to it. So, uh, yeah, finally, we know that you've got an expansion to launch, but any idea on when we'll learn more about Stormblood? Yoshida says, the first big impact will definitely be made at the keynote presentation at our European Fan Festival in Frankfurt, Germany on February 18th. I don't understand what are they setting up to release? Like, what information did we get in the 3.5 storyline? Apparently it's pretty big. I don't understand. But then it's also got to be spoiler. It's got to be spoilery for the second part of 3.5. It has to be. It has to be. We have been on a world tour with our fan festivals through 2016 to 2017 from Las Vegas to Tokyo, and we ran these as if we were running one of the largest standalone gaming events. The next event in Frankfurt at long last is going to be the final stop in our tour, and we're going to be revealing some big new information during the keynote presentation here. Not saying we're The largest piece of news regarding Stormblood will come to light. I would urge you to stay tuned. Full details on the live stream tickets can be found here, and players can get bonus in-game items with their purchase, so I'd love for you to join us via the stream and share the excitement there you go i give him credit he knows how to get me excited i was gonna say the reason like i always kind of looked at it like all right yeah you know all right cool you you know announce something big in uh in las vegas not something big in tokyo and then like germany you know eu EU always seems like the blow off right Right, but now he's like like, now we're dropping a bomb hang on hang on remember that eu was the tent like it was in the middle it was the hammock Last year. Was it? In 2014, I'm yeah, pretty right. sure it was U.S., then European, then and Japan. Japan. was last, yeah. And, and Japan got the big, big announcement, and oh, it sounds man. like this year it's going to oh, be... Oh, that was like the big, that was the big full-length trailer debut, too, it was. That was it? the full-length right, trailer. It was the two jobs. Yeah. yeah, if we don't get the full-length trailer, that'd be weird. Big, dropping a big bomb, though. Ooh, this is a, you know what? I'm excited, oh, guys. It's not Samurai. It's not, no, it's not Samurai. It's no, definitely not Samurai. It's definitely not. There's no way it could be. I don't totally know. Is. They might do Samurai, but I don't think that's got it. That can't be the big, the nah. big news. Nah, not nah, something that everyone already is expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally. got to be something huge. I don't know what though, and I'm excited. and I want to know why isn't it here yet? Hurry up. <laughs> Two weeks, dude. Two no. weeks. February 18th is when that goes down, and of course we'll be here 
to uh, analyze all of the uh, all of the information and announcements, just like we were for the Japan Fan Fest, oh, for the announcement good. for Red Mage. We're we're excited. We're definitely excited. Uh, we're gonna, you know, we're, we'll we'll have some predictions going forward on uh, what we could see out at the European Fan Fest. And, uh, yeah, we hope that you'll uh, join us next week. And all of the other extra special stuff that we're going to be doing next week for episode 100. It's going to be a big one. I, have we ever... Unforgettable! Yeah, have we ever planned something on the scale of this? I don't think so. Like, we did the 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 roast at, at live at a convention. That was a lot of planning. Was there was it, him. though? We just told the truth. Uh, that's fair. But, I mean, just setting up the event was a lot of planning. I didn't do any of that. No. Well, okay. <laughs> He's Come not talking on. to you, then, is he? Um, yeah, well, no. This I, is big. We've yeah. not done anything like this before. Yeah, for sure. So uh, next week, episode 100 of Limit Break Radio. Tune in. It'll be uh, it'll be a fun time. Um, do we... I mean, we've got some time. Do we want to read some emails? Do you guys want to read... Yeah, we can get some email. Yeah, okay. Do we have some emails? We, we do. have fanfics. <laughs> no. We have emails. We don't, we don't have that much extra time. We we need to cool... I, I've... I've said we need to cool it on the fan fi- or fanfics for a little bit i agree wholeheartedly yes please i mean we went we went back to back two weeks in a row with the fanfics so we just we gotta we gotta we gotta space it out a little bit we have two nikuki fanfics i just scrolled by other fanfics oh no that's a nika that's a nika skuro that's a nika skuro no a nika skuro fanfic that one is horrible and nika, she wrote it nika kuki no we don't have to read that one but I just scrolled by them and I saw something. All right, here we go. Here we go. I, I, I think I... Yeah, oh, wait. We, no, that's a fanfic, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, all. Callo, please what? stop sending me dick pics. Callie, keep sending me dick pics. Wait, what? That's the email. <laughs> uh, after the last episode discussing 3.5, I had a thought that if Papa Lima was turned into Phoenix or some other primal, maybe as a scion, we now have to kill him. Like what we did with Asinium, but Essie didn't have the balls to actually do it. Maybe this time they grew a set and we do know they love to recycle uh, at Square Enix, but maybe it's with Essie are, no- are usually not favorable. Feel free to correct me and let me know when Essie actually came through on a maybe. Sent with love and devotion, Evil Hippie. Evil Hippie, try writing a email while you're not high. Yeah, but and if you're getting dick pics for me, bro, that's not me. I think Jux might be playing you a fool. Okay, how uh, fat was the dick? Also, we were saying something like that on our last show that it is quite possible that something like that is going to happen, similar to Louis mm-hmm. Swan. We're talking about how yeah, sure you know Louis Swan died the same way Papa Limo, so Louis Swan turns into a primal. Papa Limo is going to turn. I mean, that it's was possible. Kind of it is, and I know theory. that we like to think, oh, Square Enix is finally being all like dark and stuff with their things. So that means, but, but then, I know, hey, but, but hold, they don't. But hold up, hold up. Okay, so if if Papa Limo was going to turn into a primal, if this if this turned him into a primal, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What primal would he be? Ooh. Ooh, what's that really short, fat mega sister called? <laughs> what's her name? I don't remember. Cindy, I think. Cindy, yeah. I think Cindy's the fat one. Yeah. Did I you guess. have an idea? You were looking at me like you had like a punchline. No, no, it. no, I don't. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there in the room. What, oh, he what? could also be the small one from Brothers. He could I mean, because the thing is, the thing is, wait, what? He could be of the, like the brothers summon. He can be the little one. I thought you were. Okay, never mind. It's just two brothers. Yeah. It's just it's just they're, two brothers. They're minotaurs in eight at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, some aborted version of Phoenix or whatever it was that uh, that Elbert thought he was trying to summon. Really? Rauger. Rauger. I don't don't even start with me, Nika. Don't even start. Nika, no, Nika, po- you want to? What? I was I was gonna say you want to toss a guess out there. 
I'm, I'm saying also it's possible that because he's the one who uses energy to trap whatever it is inside of it, that now Papalimo could be the new vessel for whatever is inside of it. So wrong. Okay. It's a boring guess. It is. It's a stupid guess. Too. But it's probably the right one. Stupid and boring. Yeah, but it's it's a good idea when you're guessing with SE to go with what's stupid and boring. I'm going to say that this turned him into Doom Train. I'll lose my mind. <laughs> okay. Not if you happy, were right on that, if you are correct on that, I quit the game. <laughs> That's Square. how sure I am that Cannon, you're wrong. you heard it. She's going to quit the games. Square Enix, you know what you have to do. <laughs> not happy I would be if it was Doom Train. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be pretty epic. This, this particular instance would not be Doom Train. Hey, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Bale's and the train is made out of the bodies of all the dead <laughs> rebel oh God, resistance people. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so a cool. bone train. It's be sweet. I'm into mm-hmm. it. Make it happen, Square yep. Enix. Yeah, uh, come on, guys. All right, next email. Make it so. So I wore an LBR t-shirt to a company team building event last week, and our team picture was featured in our company's <laughs> newsletter, Oh no! which went out to all of our 15K employees coast to coast today. Oh, boy. Next time, I'll try harder to be front and center. This came from Raven Capelli of Sargentanis. And he included a picture with the with the company newsletter article. Oh, yeah. You kind of see, like, the half circle, and you see, like, the R. Yeah, he's in the back, yeah. but it's, oh, it's so clearly a little oh, Radio that's, logo. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty I was sweet. waiting for him to say, like, somebody messaged him because they recognized it. Let us know if somebody does. That's never going to happen. Nah, either. nah. Don't even. I'll lose my mind. Yep. It totally so good. It's you, not. Okay. You, you want to take this next one, uh, Yep, Kelly? Uh, hey there. Ketsia Valtiel on the Genova server here. First time contacting you guys. I've uh, been listening on iTunes podcast for most of 2016, and I love the show, but can't ever seem to catch you live due to my work schedule. Aww. That being said, Oh my god, people are moving around. Alright, that being said, I would love to uh, have loved to be able to chime in on a topic that was brought up on episode 94, and that was the crystal medium and stance of Red Mage. Jesus Christ, that's a We're that's, jumping back a little bit. Yeah, that's a couple episodes back. Uh, I've been a competitive sport fencer for 14 years, and I've researched a wow. lot of the origins behind the sport over the years. The stance the Red Mage stands in, originating from a fencing stance where the weapons used were a rapier and a small dagger. Mm-hmm. The dagger will be held in the non-dominant weapon hand, not as a weapon, but as a way to parry. Yeah, that's how I learned how to fence when I was in Romeo and Juliet. You had to learn fencing for Romeo and Juliet? I actually pretty, saw I saw him do it. We had some pretty uh, cool fights in that That's one. It was actually, cool. it was a impressive, uh, I mean, for being in like the middle of nowhere, it was pretty well <laughs> yeah. choreographed. That's sweet. Uh, a style of modern sport fencing called foil uses the same stance and style of stabbing as opposed to slashing, but does not allow for any offhanded weaponry for parrying, uh, though the position of the hand has more or less stayed behind the body and positioned upwards. Uh, the reason for this isn't entirely clear, but it's partly from centuries of teaching this as proper form and also to prevent accidental covering of target that could fetch you a penalty in the sport should your offhand come in front of your torso. I think the crystal medium in this instant is a really cool way of giving uh, the Red Mage a proper fencing stance while also incorporating the casting element and the ability to combine the two items in a uh, sort of staff. I can't wait to play Red Mage on release date and ruin the cues even further. (laughs) Keep doing what you're doing, guys. uh, You make my work days that much more enjoyable between LBR and Final Encounter cast. Look forward to to hearing the new show. That was an interesting one. That was good. I like that. That was good. Um, And uh, yeah, a little bit of uh, a little bit of learning in there. A little bit well. of real world knowledge. That's right. Old world knowledge. Old, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. A little bit of yeah, a little history lesson. Uh, this next one comes from Ark Greyheim of Adamantois. Hello, LBR. I discovered your show within the last year and love it. You guys run the best podcast for Final Fantasy fourteen I've heard. Aww. That's right. I just wanted to share my thoughts on the Spider Man T shirt theories <laughs> oh, going no. around. 
I believe that we will be getting Blue Mage, not only because of the whole bit by a spider to get his powers thing, but also because of what has already been revealed with Red Mage. Spider-Man's colors are red and blue, so it seems only natural that Yoshi P is telling us we will be getting red and blue together. See, that makes sense. You all said there had to be something I, 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 simple uh, we were overlooking, and I believe this is it. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I, could just, uh, I, I could see that, yeah. I'm putting... All of my money on Blue Mage as the next job is revealed. Thanks for all the entertainment you add to my work days. Keep up the good work. That's a sound theory, absolutely. But yeah. That was a nice email. It was. That was short, succinct, to the point. I love it. Mm-hmm. Nice, uh, nice addition. Thank you very much, Auric Graham. Appreciate it. I'm not going to read this this next one because it's kind of an older one. I just want to point out it's another one from Evil Hippie, which once again is talking to me about dick pics. He, uh, no, There's th- a theme this going seems, here. It's just like a recurring theme. Here's the thing. In this one, he's asking for the dick pics. And in the one we just read, he's thanking us for the dick pics. There is somebody on our staff that is sending Evil Hippie dick pics. Dude, that's Skrull's dick you're looking at. It's definitely Probably in Skrull. both instances. I got well, bad news for you. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> Might be mine. Uh, or it could saying. be a Nero's day. You don't read emails. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I've been known to send out dick pics, though. Just uh, saying. Well, that I think everyone would believe. Yeah, I, you, you tried to use it as a, a, a terror weapon against... Um, oh, who were they? The people that, that messed with our outline that one time. They're so forgettable. Um, oh, Guildwork. Guildwork! Oh, that was great! Yeah. Guildwork. It's the most attention you've gotten in two years. You know, it's it's... It's really oh. funny because I was actually hoping that that it would make a comeback with the new patch because of hunts and stuff. Nah, it didn't. Nah, yeah, you've outlived your usefulness. Uh, we got a fumful here. Uh, oh, fumful, fumful, a bit of an older fumful, but yeah. Uh, finally, get my two forty anima. Forget about singing uh, cluster step. Do an expert in a leveling roulette. Never gonna get those clusters back. Fumful. Well, I miss fumfuls. No one sends us fumfuls anymore. It's uh, true. Not really. If you want to send us your stories of fail, hashtag FMFFL, share them on Twitter. Yeah, send Email them to, to the show. You know, we had a Fapping the Realm tag a few weeks ago. Is that right? Yeah, we, we haven't seen one of those in yeah. a while either. A yeah. uh, guy getting banged by a nutkin, I believe it was. Yeah. Oh, That's exactly I saw what that it was. one. That was good. Yeah. I like that. Or a marmot, yeah. Like Nutter's that. nutted. <laughs> uh, can someone get this uh, email from Shinji Hiroko? Hiroko? Sure. Yeah, there we go. Uh, hey, LBR. I have been a fan of your show for the past couple months and wanted to give you guys props for the show. Your show is hilarious, and all the hosts cracks uh, all the hosts crack me up. Just finished listening to your episode 91 show, so he's a little behind, and I uh, thought it was hilarious. The fanfic made me cringe a bit, but not as much as the previous one between Daddy and Juxta. <laughs> your opinions on everything are interesting, and even though people feel like you guys are over the top and not good people can go lie in the ground and get run over. Good. Jesus. <laughs> hey, I like, I, you know what? I like you, Shinji. Yeah, you're, you're good people. That's right. Those people have the right to their opinions, so why can't they understand that you all have a right to yours? I think that the way you guys handle issues and information gives a reason for discussion and also gives a reason others uh, for others to give their opinions. I am also the type of person who believes that you do not have to go through content in order to give a valid opinion. People that think you have to go through content in order to have a justified opinion is just ignorant people, and that is my opinion. Uh, I believe that your guys' show is amazing the way it is, and people uh, that say they feel sorry for the people that still listen should take their pity and shove it. <laughs> your guys' bits are great and give so much entertainment that it makes me at least my day uh, more enjoyable when I listen in. Keep up the great work and look forward to the next episode one more thing props to kit's mom for being so cool with everything 
Shinji Hirako. <laughs> that, was wow, a, that, was that was an old one. That's yeah. a fun episode, though. And we're sure that someone on our staff didn't write that. <laughs> not really. No, we're not 100% sure, but... We never... We're as sure as we are with any email that we get. We'll say yes. Can we get... We'll just okay. go with yes. Can we okay, get Kit's good. mom back? I miss having Kit's mom on we the have. We should have had her on instead of Juxta today. Oh, my God. Get her to do the show with us? Yeah. That'd be outstanding. <laughs> uh, let's take a couple more here. All right. Uh, let's see. I don't know how far. Oh, this is talking about yeah, 3.4. Like really yeah, really I'm looking for something that are a little more timely. Yeah. Uh, this one is actually a fanfic one. They hit a fanfic in there through a link. God oh, you damn You crafty it. devils. You. I see what you're trying to do. You sons of bitches. I got you. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know if any of these are relevant anymore. Yeah, so many of them are old. Oh, my God. I mean, it's one of those things where we've had kind of shows wall to wall for a long period of time now, and we have not had time to read emails. Definitely. Yeah. And they just, and they just. Oh, wait, I found one. I have one. Yeah, I have one. This is actually relevant to Nika. Oh. Uh, Is it from Makiria? No, this yeah, is never okay. uh, No name given. He goes, I have heard enough of this and need to put the matter to rest. I can't believe no one remembers this. The thing your companion learns in the shroud that angers them and causes them to run off had to do with their friends pursuing dealing with Gaius. You chase after them into more donut and it leads to this. They link a video. In this video, the potato is the path companion, they say. As it turns out that the sweet wrist rocket blast from Gaius at 50 seconds is fatal. And so there is the sordid fate of the semi-faithful 1.0 path companion. What? So apparently, no way. Go watch no. the video. Apparently, okay, Gaius kills your companion there you with go. a fatal wrist rocket blast. Good. But my I'm glad. I have no reaction to that. I feel like that was Dude. so shoehorned if that's true. Doesn't matter. She's dead, Nika. I'm glad. Like, I remember it's feeling that she was just lost in the story. No, but it's dead, Jim. It's so, like, dude, Gaius is a badass. Yeah. Gaius killed your companion, Nika. I found I found a funny one from Melchoria, though. All right. Okay. I'll read this one. She says, uh, hey, Alumma Break Radio, thought I'd send an email about something hilarious that happened to me during the 3.4 update. Hope you don't mind if I do it journal style. Here it goes. I bemoaned the fact that friends and comrades were receiving oh recruits God. for their squadrons left and right. And there I was with nary a fledgling clamoring to join my group. It was then that I got back to my newly furnished office as a second lieutenant after a long day of doing what adventurers do best to a gleeful sergeant who delightfully told me I had papers to fill. I got my first recruit. Eagerly, I looked through the papers, my good eye darting left and right at their requirements. It was merely formality, but I had to make it look convincing. I told my sergeant to bring them in, and I awaited with as straight of a face as I could muster. In walks a strapping female Rogadin, and my eye drifts down to the sword at her hip. A gladiator. Wonderful. They would get along well with Hestolia, I thought. She looked at me with bright, determined eyes, saying how much of an honor it was to meet my acquaintance. She cites her desire to enlist as such. So inspired was she of stories brave and true of a living, breathing woman who fell the likes of gods and primals alike. I motioned to her to move to the training dummies as I told her I did not tolerate tardiness. She grins wide and shakes my hand firmly, introduces herself as Coon Brita. Little did I know that my first recruit Wait, was going to be Nika's, Nika's RP alt. What, what's her name? What's her name? Go back Coon, on the name. Coon Brita, K-O-E-N-B-R-Y-T-A. Mm. Little uh, did I know my first recruit was going to be Nika's RP alt. Oh, the porn music just really made that so much. It better. really does. It ties it all together. Oh, did you add the music? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put the porn I music can't on. Hear that. <laughs> I had no idea. That's funny. Uh, is that it? Was that the end of the email? That's the end of the. Email. Oh, that's the end of the email. Okay, I got to take the porn music out. 
<laughs> no, you really don't. <laughs> no, I really do. I'm going to. These. Oh, my God. I see why we skipped some of these emails. These are like seven pages long. Some of them are ridiculously long. There's like 60 pages of, of emails. Yeah. Some of these have outros. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think we can probably scrap those uh, off the uh, Yeah, some of the, some, some of those can go. We appreciate your emails. That was the most uneventful fan FIC ever. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a fanfic. It was written in RP style. That's all. I don't know. Coon Brita. That sounds like a porn name. <laughs> that sounds just, offensive. And yeah, that sounds racist as shit. But it's K-O-E-N. That's pronounced ooh. But I'm wondering... Like I guess it's probably a true story. So you really have someone on your on your squad named Coombrita? No, no, no. Yeah, it is true. One of the first recruits that I got was a Rogadin that looks a lot like you, and whose name is uh, Coombrita. Coombrita. Okay. However it's pronounced. Well, because Moonbrita is spelled that same way, so that's why I know it's Coombrita. Okay. I think those are probably the emails that we can read and have them make sense. Fair enough. Send us new emails because we need a fresh crop of emails. These emails are officially getting slashed. Hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com is where you can send those. We want to hear all about We want to hear all about your thoughts. Some of your predictions for EU FanFest. What you expect out of Stormblood and do you think that Samurai is a lock? And how much would you pay for a vial of Nika's tears so that we can determine (laughs) if this is a viable business proposition we need to be able to gauge the price of these mm-hmm. also would you serious her- inquiries only would you be willing to accept her saliva <laughs> very important angry reacts only what? <laughs> anyway uh. all right uh that's gonna do it here for limit break radio thank you guys for your calls for your donations and just for hanging out for the show all uh let's see 185 of you that have hung out through the entirety of the show we want to thank you you can join us each and every single sunday starting at 4 p.m for uh limit break radio and oh, we hope that you do uh something else to also keep in mind too now we're not exactly 100 sure where it's gonna fall we're thinking maybe episode one or two but there will soon be a comeback of limit break radio trivia Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. That's definitely something that we're thinking about. But uh, we're going to be getting up, geared up for EU Fan Fest and all of the apparently huge announcements that are going to be coming huge. along. Huge. They're so huge. big. Huge. They're the biggest. They're the, yeah, yeah, they're massive, just like my penis. <laughs> they're so big, even a Scalia can't fit them in his butt. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> don't, don't you assume what my ass can handle. Ew. I'm done. Yeah, I think we're all done. We're done. done. I think the show's over. Can we just... just No outro. We just ended there. (laughs) Just cut it. It ends like two of the Limit Breaking Music songs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That's pretty much it. Are thanks. we still on air? What's going on? Right now? Yeah, we sure are. We sure are. Thanks, guys, for listening. Yeah, thanks for coming. Tune in. Find LBR.com. Oh, wow. wow. Just stop. Just stop. Oh, just stop. Thanks, yep. guys, for tuning in. LimitBreakRadio.com, not LBR.com. <laughs> I don't know what's there. Don't plug that website. Actually, try it and see what happens. LimitBreakRadio.com is the website. Subscribe to the podcast and uh, leave some comments on the website. Limit Break Radio on social media and uh, 
YouTube. And uh, make sure that you uh, hit that follow button if you've been having a good time this afternoon. I want to thank my crew. We've had, of course, Kooky Persona, who was the executive producer for this show, doing a lot of the legwork, especially on the Limit Breaking Music segment. I want to thank Benjamin Anthony James for giving us his time today. And, of course, I want to thank my crew. We've got into the studio, we've got uh, Kahlo Landis, Escalia Rayumasa, and uh, over Zoom today, Nika Kayanian. I'm an hero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com in Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kooky Persona, Juxtaposition, and De Niro Gregori. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Satori Komeji, Dark Flux, No Packet, Share a Heart Slot, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.